Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 76! And back for the second time, Rywire in the building! What's up, dude? (laughs) (laughs) I got the cowbell, bro. I have props now, man. It's good. Thank you for coming to the shop, bro. I really appreciate it. Of course. How was the, uh, the commute? It was actually not bad at all. Really? Yep. I made a quick pit stop, uh... Sam invited me to um, go to the like a little Super Street Mazda like re- little yeah, release thing. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, had my lunch real quick, said uh, said hi to a few people, and um, jumped back on the highway. So it wasn't bad at all, man. Dope, bro. How yeah. was the um, How was the event? Uh, good. There was a bunch of cars there. Uh, saw a bunch of good people, and um, I you know going into that, I, it's like I wasn't trying to figure out who was going to be there or anything. I was like, okay, I'm going to do a pit stop, see who's there. And um, yeah, it was great. You know, I was there for like 40 minutes. Yeah. Perfect. It was at where the headquarters or what? At the studio. Have you been? No, I've never been. In in El Segundo off the, uh, I don't remember. Um, It's just like right off the highway. Is that the one with with the big room with the white? It has the white, the the curved walls. They do their like, you know, cover cover stuff. So what's on the floor? Is it, is it a cloth or what is it? Um, what is that? uh, Paint? No, I don't know. It's not, it's not glossy. It's like flat. Mm -hmm. So, um, it almost looks like a paper. Yeah. I think it might be like a paper. And then everything's curved on the side, so it makes a real crisp, you know, shot. So is it all one piece? Is it like they unroll it from the top and roll it down? I've always wondered I think that. so. To be honest, I never really, like, looked hard enough. But yeah. I just noticed that you're supposed to wear, like, special uh, booties and stuff on it. Oh, got you. It, it's got a real rough texture. So if you... Um, am i getting at if you basically like got it dirty you're gonna see it like they can't really like wipe it up very easily oh got it got it got it i I always thought those were the dopest features dude when they would take them right there yeah just the pictures that they can get look really cool yeah for sure and then they have like on top there's a a big light bar that kind of moves around so you can just highlight it and you can turn it no way so it's a, it's a legit photo studio for sure. And then they have like um, car racks and stuff. So they have car storage in there too. Yeah. And like just outside of like the photo booth area. So you said that this was the first time that they did a Mazda Apparently, issue? yeah. I haven't like really been keeping track. But yeah, I guess it's their first. They did, you know, they always do the Honda one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing like Toyota ones and stuff. And they're doing a uh, Mazda specific issue. Damn. So uh, that takes three issues out of the year for specific vehicles i know right that's kind of a crazy one that's true do you feel that it kind of takes a a little away from the 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 honda issue and how special that was yeah but just like anything you know it's like if the honda one worked which it obviously does um then they'll go okay let's well what what's the next you know like toyotas are really popular mazda yeah so i mean like there's a you know like the the eibach honda meet right like you know it can trickle down to other makes and models and different things and yeah um they're just, actually doing the toyota album. one that's what right? I, yeah, that's what i'm getting yeah, at is yeah. that they, have, they have a euro one they have a toyota plug one. <laughs> right yeah i bought plug if you have your toyota your euros your hondas hey guys you got, if you, you are free on the 17th <laughs> yeah. I, I forget the date but you guys should check it out i, I wanted it to to check that out mm-hmm. um i think it would be cool to to have a booth there or something you yeah know, be, be part of that because in the uh the honda side of things we're, we're pretty much uh, established with that but it would be yeah. kind of cool to branch out you know yeah it's funny like even to this day <clears throat> one of my buddies texts me and he goes hey i got this car 
I'm working on it's like it's got all these Motec electronics and this and that and it's a it's a Lexus powered car it's like 2J or whatever mm-hmm. and I'm like he's like yeah the, the customer like didn't know that you would do it or like wire it because he's like mean? he thought that you only did Hondas and oh I'm like, man how many years do I have to do like non Honda vehicles for people to realize that it it doesn't really matter about the car it matters yeah. about maybe the engine management or the you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely a misconception that a lot yeah. of people have. And naturally, you know, if they see you very popular in the Honda community, they ask us that same thing all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. And I, I said, man, our hardware will pretty much work on any car from 94 and up. Yeah, like uh, it's metric. Mm-hmm. And if, I mean, even a lot of the American cars now are metric. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you can't like i don't know are we bottling ourselves in somehow i mean i mean it's natural where mm-hmm. we started from right. that was where our passion, our passion grew is right. from the honda community so that's always going to be our ground zero yes. you know but Agreed. from there we uh we have to expand i mean we don't have to but it just puts you in such a small box yeah that it i mean if we just wanted to stay in the honda community i can foresee the company just to keep going and yeah. going on and growing and, and evolving but that that just puts my creativity in one one box and even putting putting all, all everything into cars that's that's putting me i feel putting myself in a box yeah. as well granted it is a lot bigger of a box but there's a lot of other things oh, that yeah. i want to do i mean even for me i've i've been approached by like different things like i've had um medical companies go like oh we need this like loom to go from this equipment to this equipment. Oh, and damn. <clears throat> and, um, well, like that one didn't actually pan out, but I mean, even thinking about what I do, it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be cars per se. Yeah. You know, it can definitely, you can definitely change it into like, or, or have a branch of it as like, branch, yeah. like, like, uh, home, home, uh, electronics yeah. or something <clears throat> like that, you know, so the leading into that is really funny. So I'm, it's my job, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the leading man. You got to be. Let's right? do it. So that this is something that I wouldn't even have thought that I would even be talking about right now, but that's the beauty of this. So oh, yeah, I'm uh, in the last like five years. I've really been a, very much into like architecture. Okay, so um, and I bought a house. You know, I had an up like a condo for a while, and then it appreciated. So I said, "Fuck, I'm I'm gonna sell this bitch. I'm gonna get a yeah. real house, right?" So got a house, and then you know, it's a it's a it's like our it's like our cars. It's like, it's a beater. It's sixties. It's old, you know? So I'm modernizing it and I'm doing all these things and I'm like doing some electrical and stuff like that. And I look at my, my box, you know, and I'm like 200 amps. Cool. I got, I'm upgraded 200 amps. At least, you know, if I want to do like an EV car or something, then cool. I can wire it for, mm-hmm. for, you know, in that 200 amp box. Um, and I mean, I don't know, I don't know, uh, AC current at all. Right. But I could do a couple YouTube videos and then I could, I could pretty much wire a house. No oh, problem, definitely. Right? So then I started thinking about it and I was like, why there's all these smart homes, right? And maybe I'm putting out a little too much here because somebody's going to jack my idea. I hope not, but uh, <laughs> let's just, let's just go with it because <laughs> you've seen it here. So I was like, why can't I just make a PDM to run my house? Oh shit. So then I got with one of my buddies that is really smart with this kind of stuff. And I'm like, what do you think? And he's like, oh, ACDs are converter. Da, 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 we can do this. And, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to try to just like, I want to like mock it up. Like, you know, if you're, for me, when I'm wiring stuff, if I'm wiring an engine, it's all about mocking up and testing, right? All right, let's put power to it. Let's get the laptop hooked up and let's do this thing. These 
different things and different mm-hmm. testing like okay it's working or it's not here change the wires around make a shitty little harness to just like make it work and then and then we can test with it you know so i was like thinking about i want to get like a refrigerator and i want to get like a like a, pl- a couple appliances and like a bunch of lights and then like stage something in my backyard where, <laughs> where i could like build like a power module system that's programmable yeah. right where you can monitor your amperage draws on all your circuits and everything and do the exact same thing as your motorsport pdm but use it for your house mm-hmm. and then you can you can you know manually turn on things and then i'm like well what would be the the reason that somebody want to buy this for their house well smart home is a big deal right like everything's on your phone and like you know there's a there's a pdm company where you you program the pdm flies um you uh program the pdm uh-huh on your phone right little little simple app very very simple easy to program oh, okay and i'm like well what if you had a, this pdm system where it is installed by you know like a an electrician home like you know these are these would be all fresh builds it wouldn't be like retrofits really It'd yeah be like brand new house mo- modern equipment you put this power module in it the 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 electrician would bring up their cell phone and then they would program all the outputs mm-hmm. right and then you'd have an app that was user friendly and very scaled down where where the person that owns the home could see if a light turns on see if any power was being consumed on what channel or what output or what circuit that that is being monitored on and then you could remotely turn on your lights. I mean, that there's other ways to do that. But I'm saying like with that PDM, you'd be able to turn your lights. You'd be able to see how much power you're consuming, um, how much, you know, your refrigerator that's left on is, 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 is using um, with a formula to see how much it's costing you per. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I'm like, th- the sky's kind of the limit with this. And I mean, if you think about a PDM and their cost a couple thousand bucks for a motorsport one. If it was a couple thousand bucks, I'm sure that almost anybody would put them into a modern brand new home build. Yeah. You know? So when we're talking about like wiring and electronics and shit like that, that is directly related to like cars or even bottled down to Hondas and you're doing civics from 92 to 95 or something like that. And then you're like, well, then why don't we just wire every single house in the entire world? Yeah. Like that's... Like when people bottleneck me into like a Honda, oh, well you, I don't even know that you do a harness for an 84 to 87 Civic. I thought you only did it from 92 to 95. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. what? Come on, man. Like, oh, you do preludes as well? You can do yeah. a prelude. Like, yeah. I'll bitch, I'll wire your house with like a <laughs> smartphone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, uh, yeah. So, but you know, it's, it's tough because we got a lot, of, a lot of customers that, they know that we could kind of do anything and then and then they get really let down because it might not be something that I could do at this time because yeah. we're not a big company. And if we already have some stuff going, well, some of those custom jobs don't don't get taken. Yeah, no, I feel you on that. And uh, we, we've talked before about the opportunities that I saw that you had mm. um, for, for allowing people inside and letting them know the stuff that you guys kind of do because yeah. I've been to the shop so many times mm-hmm. we have our relationship and I just know the things that you do behind the scenes and I, I know that the general public would would benefit a lot from knowing that 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 knowledge that you have right and uh, let, let's kind of get into that a little more it seems like in the last year or so you've been picking up steam on, on putting yourself out there a little more yeah and I think that um I think a lot of that is to do with the conversations that we've had. Yeah. Um, I think that 
you know, putting me putting myself out is it, there a little bit more is <clears throat> because you're always like kind of telling me to. And I mean, I got other people and we've talked about this before that um, push me to do that. But I used to be like so focused and it's like, oh, I'm working right now. I'm not going to like stop what I'm doing and pick up my phone and like take this picture, yeah. do this live stream or which I still really don't do live streams. But, um, uh, you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that turn has been a lot of, you know, you, you just kind of knocking that down until I finally just do it. And you're doing it now, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm, um, so the funny thing about the YouTube, for example, yeah. where we're starting to do the YouTube stuff, um, I'm trying to like build content right now. And my subject is a 91, 90, 91, I don't remember CRX, right? Which is really cool for me because I've built a lot of CRXs and I've owned a lot of CRXs and I've built friends CRXs and we've done K swaps and we've done everything, right? And like, that was like 10 years ago, dude. Yeah. I did like two K swaps. Like one of them was over 10 years ago. And then the next one was like around 10 years ago. And then I had done a few more. And it's like, I'm literally, it's just a little easier now because yeah. there's companies that have stuff, you know? But like the CRX was always hard to do a K in because the cross member in the back, if you wanted a race header, doesn't quite fit. You got to cut or, you know. You oh, gotta, really? Yeah. And then the hood clearance was always a problem. And then the radiator was always a problem mm -hmm. with, you know, trying to stuff a radiator in there. Um, so there's a lot of things now that, you know, companies um, have that make life easier. I mean, even down to your bolt kit, like yeah. we're using your bolt kit, right? Well, before it was just like, all right, you got to clean that. You got to do that. Like, I'm not going to clean shit. I'm just going to throw these bolts in my bolt bin and put yours on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So um, especially with a great guy that, you know, um, that owns the car and he's uh, been very, he really wanted me to do it, you know, and I don't have a lot of time. So I'm like, I'll do it if you give me like a long time. And he's yeah. like, all right, I'll wait, you know. Um, so yeah, Aaron's been been really cool with that and he has a budget that's allowing us to not have to like uh pinch pennies right? makes it fun yeah you totally, know building totally. a car um that you have a, a certain budget for it kind of takes the fun away from it because of course with creativity comes you need some more funds if you want to yeah. do something really cool to mm -hmm. it or whatever but when you get those customers that are willing to just yo, i want this car built by you so whatever you want to do here go do it yeah it's almost like um you know like some of these car car are these these specialty builders where it's more just like here's what we're using go ahead and pick your color yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like so that for with, with aaron's build it's like that's how it is like okay we're gonna use like these itbs because i can i have an idea with getting them to work out and da, 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 da. he's like all right cool so like what colors do they come in i'm like oh you do this 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 all right cool let's do it like that like, okay great so i order it and it's this color yeah you know? and then you go okay well what color are you gonna do your valve cover like what what do you what do you for and then i can kind of guide him in the direction yeah. right and then I can throw my little things out there like XRP, like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to, I'm not going to plumb a car unless it's XRP. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, let's use these green Nomex lines. And he's like, oh, we, that'll play off of this color. And then it just works. So you yeah. can kind of like steer the people into the directions of kind of like doing it the way that you want to kind of, or that you know is kind of best. Yeah. To save you time and save everybody money and have it turn out. I think that's what, what the customers really would want as well, would be a car that's pretty much uh, from your idea yeah. and your scheme and how you picture it in your head, but then they become the owner. Yeah, I exactly. think that's dope, man. <clears throat> and then they can make sure that the colors work and it's like what they imagined, but um, maybe they wouldn't have known about certain things, you know? 
Yeah. Um, it's just like the slight details and the, because I've done it so many times now, all of a sudden it's like, I know what not to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So do you feel it's coming together a lot quicker? Well, if I was working on it every day, it would be done very quickly and very efficiently, but mm -hmm. I'm literally working on it a few hours a week actually. Gotcha. So like literally a few hours a week. That's terrible. Yeah. But, um, he knows and the, it is what it is. That's all the time that I have budgeted to, to that project. But, um, back to the whole YouTube thing, like mm -hmm. that's my, that's my centerpiece of the subject. If you want to call it that, um, you know, you and I were talking about like videos, do this, do that. Like you were like, uh, when we were at TAS, you were doing a lot of filming. And yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, that's not a direction that I would want to go. I want mine to be more technical. Yeah. Um, and then I did like the little PDM video of like, oh, here's how to install a harness or here's how to do this or program this or program that. And uh, a lot of people liked to see it. So I'm like, okay, let's make it a little bit more technical, but then something that's relatable. So if I was doing like a CRX, for example, and it was like all custom parts, mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of how like the Integra is, it's like, there's nothing that's an off the shelf piece, like very, very little. Right. Whereas the CRX build is like, Oh, you can go to hybrid racing. You can buy like all these parts and then you can go to Rywire and you can buy all these parts. And then, then I started thinking about it like, Oh damn, I kind of need like install videos, the radiator, the wire harness, the PDM, the brake lines, fuel, whatever it is that we like sell. Um, I may as well just spend a little bit of additional time and then create content that I could then literally post on my product page. Cause the bottom of the product product page, it says, youtube link yeah <laughs> hell all yeah. you have to do is copy that shit paste it in and then now you have a little thumbnail at the bottom of the page um and i even took it a step further so now like um me and david um mm -hmm. david from my shop he's been filming and helping me with a couple um challenges that my my customers are having a really hard time ordering like a honda harness from the website they don't know what selections to select gotcha all the little drop down so that i'm like all right if I can show you guys, this is this plug and this is, and it's just in a video. And it's, I think it's going to be really, really beneficial to people. So. Yeah, dude, as easy as you can make things for somebody, <clears throat> it would make it easier for them to just place that order. Yeah. Like, and I, oh, go, go ahead. And, and I know for myself that if there's something that I want to buy and I'm not super knowledgeable about it and it's, it gives me a little kickback, it kind of makes me think like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do this right now, but, yeah. um, Yesterday, some shoes came out, and I just all I did was type in my email address. Yeah. And it read from my email address, it read all of my, I don't know, my info, because all I had to do was it, it text me a code. So I put that code in and it pre like loaded everything. Oh, shit. So literally, they want you to, they want you to click and buy. Bro, like, that's it. I, I was able to order those <laughs> shoes within less than a minute. Damn. I found them on the website, put my email in, put the code in, press pay. And that's it. I, I wonder what percentage of people would not have actually gone through with the purchase mm -hmm. if they had to fill out their information. Yeah, with impulse stuff like that, for sure. As uh, when it comes down to car stuff, because I know that our our website that we have a lot of opportunities in that as well. That we mm -hmm. can make it a lot easier. Yeah, and it's just like it's just time to get to it and and make it uh, make it easier for the user. So for specific stuff like my stuff or your stuff or whatever, I think the customers would have a little more patience because yeah. they know that they that's what they want. But say it's a T-shirt, 
or yeah. something like that and you do it and it says okay i need all this info and you're like man i ain't got time to do yeah. that i'm driving right now or whatever yep. you know yeah, you could you could do it like you could ask siri to order it for you and it's like boom it's ordered like yeah that actually easy yeah so know? that stuff helps out but i mean for people just to even understand okay guys when we when it says drop down for VSS, this is the plug that we mean. Is it in the front of the trans or is yeah. it? Oh, okay, I yeah, got that it. That makes sense. I yeah. get it now. And so. as easy as you can make it for your customers, I mean, that's that's gonna be the best thing. Mm -hmm. But that's good, man. That you've been diving into that. I've been seeing it, and the the YouTube videos are coming out pretty cool. Cool, cool. And it, and it helps out too. It helps out both ways. It helps out with the content, but it also helps out with the business and and being yeah. able to like. Um, to, to use that as an install video. Yeah. So like even today when I, w I said I went to the Mazda thing real quick mm -hmm. um, and you're familiar with Hurt, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So he was there. I was talking to him for a brief second and I just, and he's like, oh yeah, I saw you were doing some videos. I'm like, ah, I'm trying to, you know, and he's like, dude, the other day I was getting my hair cut. It's funny because I literally just heard, he just told me the story right now. Yeah. I get my hair cut and then this guy's like, um, hey, like, do you know anything about this like YouTube? Because I want to do these like videos. And then I just started dying because so I was like, dude, like, does he know that you like are very influential and like, you know, yeah, Hoonigan and YouTube content and everything? Um, he's like, dude, he didn't even know. He had no idea. No way. And I'm like, man, what a person to ask. You yeah. Because if he asked me, I'd be like, I don't know, bro. I'm still trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like if you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like couldn't have been the more perfect person. Right. But he's like, dude, like businesses, it is not like a it's a necessity now. yeah it's not an option it's anymore. not an option like that shit is a necessity if you want to survive you need to be into that movement yeah. of some like at least at least because i told him he was like he was like so like how often are you gonna post i'm like i don't know maybe like my goal would be like three times a month mm -hmm. and he's like that's not bad it's something it's something like he's like obviously you want to post like three times a week mm -hmm. but you know you got bigger fish to fry you know and i'm like right so he's like if you could do it three times a month that'd be dope and i'm like okay you know what i mean to hear it from him yeah that it, if i could at least do it three times a month so yeah it's like anything do you want to just keep feeding it but it's like any you have to you know that the more you feed it the bigger it's gonna get of course and it's also so i don't want to have like the biggest presence because like okay if i think about it let's just think about it mm-hmm if I had a really, really successful YouTube channel, how much money would I make a month? Yeah. It wouldn't be enough to quit my day job, right? Yeah. So I just need it to to be more for everybody. Good for me, uh, good for everybody else, and just enough to, to, to have a, a presence on YouTube and just enough to get that market and also let people, like help people. You know what I mean? And that's really what it boils down to is a good outlet where um, enough people ask you how to do something, whatever. You do one quick video and then they can always just go there and look and see like me doing it. You yeah. Know? I really think that um, a lot of companies should focus on that. The marketing, uh, social media marketing uh, helps out a lot. And Definitely. It, I'm not really talking mostly about buying ads or anything like that, mm. but just being in people's face. You know, yeah. when I'm on Instagram, I'm looking at whose stuff is popping up. And you know who I've been seeing a lot is Sheepy. Oh, dude. <laughs> Sheepy is killing it. Well, because I, um, I saw Joey, Sticky Dill Joe, yeah. uh, just right now too. Um, and then, you know, he just did the, he just did the podcast yeah. with you, like just, day, or just dropped, it just dropped right now. It just dropped. Yeah. 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 So then, um, 
you know, I was like, oh, it dropped right now, Joey. I'm going to listen to it on my way to Frank's because I'm going to have a cool, you know, hour and a half or so. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and then we were talking about just like a little bit about like social media and stuff like that. Um, just because he saw, oh, yeah, you're doing you know, your YouTube thing. I'm like, yeah. Um, he goes, he talks about it. And I'm like, dude, Sheepy is killing. If you, I mean, here's the thing. I want to kind of put a wall up that. I don't care about that kind of stuff, and that's not the goal. Yeah. But if you have a brand, if you have a brand, and your content is good, then your brand is going to do nothing but thrive, right? So, um, and I could see it. Yeah. Like Alex is doing a really, really good job with content. He has creators, I think, that are you know working with him. And um, just those collabos, he's killing it. If you want to call talk social media, want to talk numbers, that motherfucker's killing it. Right Hell now. yeah! Right now he's on it, dude. So and he told me that he was gonna do it too. Uh -huh. like, last time I talked to him, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a guy and this and that." And I'm like, "Cool, do it, dude." I'm like, "It'll do if you know if financially that it makes sense, then it's gonna do nothing but but help you." And he's like, "Yeah," and it really has. It's pretty wild to watch. Yeah, I don't think much people really understand because they're from the outside looking at things. They say, oh, Sheepy's always been big and we've seen him in Evos and stuff and Honda stuff. But, I mean, we, we see it from a totally different perspective. Mm -hmm. I remember Sheepy back in 2009 when I started and he was just a regular car guy yeah, just like us. Oh, yeah. And I remember having a conversation with Alex and he was like, he's like, yeah, dude, like I want to build. I have this S2000. Remember his blue one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this S2000 and I really want to like do it. But he's like, he was kind of scared to tackle it. You know, like do the Bay Up cool turbo kit, like make a very influential car, which yeah. he, he did. But I, I was like, dude, it's no different than anything else, man. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but dude, like it's like different, you know, like the Bay's different. I don't know. Can, like, he's like, can you like do the same thing? And I'm like, fuck yeah, we could do the same thing. And he's like, all right, all right, you know. And then, and then I think once he moved past that, it became it was just easy for him. Yeah. Because he was like, oh shit, Ryan's right. Like it's real. It's just the same thing. A platform's a platform. It all has yeah. the same moving parts. You know, whether it's a rear wheel drive, all wheel drive, front wheel drive, whatever, it doesn't really matter. So I'm sure, like when he was like, I'm just gonna dive into this Lambo, and I'm gonna dive into this Ferrari, and I'm gonna dive in it. And then he probably was just thinking about it as. I remember that conversation that I had with Ryan and he said, dude, it's like anything else, man. Yeah. And then, and then that's like, I'm not saying that that's what gave him the, the courage to do it, but I'm sure that he was like, well, I did the S 2000. So fuck it. I could do this. Yeah. And then it just, it just grows. Right. It, it just builds your confidence in yourself. Yep. And, um, once you see that you can do one thing, then you can do another thing and keep building on that. And if you have the balls to, to put your finances behind it or just you know risk it like, yeah kind of risk it yeah that's dope bro alex has always been one to um just risk it all yeah you know what i mean and those are those people that do that are the ones that reap the really benefits succeed. of it definitely dude. i've always been a bit more tame though yeah like I, i'm always like natural growth organic growth that's always been my like key mm -hmm. and never try to like move too fast because i you know like you've seen companies come and go and um, they try to do too much too quick. Like there's, you know, let's just, there's guys out there that overnight are these like success stories and then they just tank, right? Um, because they grow too quick, you know, they're taking in orders and they can't fulfill them and stuff like that. And like, I never wanted to go down that path. So I've always just been very organic 
And that's another thing too with like social media is that I'm a little scared with it because I don't want to sacrifice too much Mm -hmm. or like blow up too quickly, you know? Yeah, I think you're you're past that point. I think any 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 bigger that you get now, you're you're gonna be prepared for it. It's not like someone's gonna hit you up and say, "Hey, can you wire my Lambo?" Because you've already done it. Yeah, you know. So in the automotive world, you've pretty much done the the upper echelon of vehicles, besides like a Bugatti or something. I'm pretty sure that you could figure that out. No, no problem. If if needed, if it was a motorsport application, it would be no different than anything. So, but I understand what you mean, and that I kind of have that same fear about the podcast right Mm -hmm. now because it seems like in the last 10, 15 episodes, the podcast has really picked up steam. And I've already told you some of the some of the guests that I have coming up. Yeah, and those are intimidating for me. Yeah, but I know if I want to get to that next level, if I I know if I want to build the podcast i just got to tackle it you know and at the end of the day we're all just we're all just humans just doing what we love to do Mm -hmm. and even um even having some of the guests the previous ones that we've had on here like uh like luke like joey people like that i was just i was nervous going into it because i wanted to provide a good show for our listeners yeah like you you know you've always kind of said to me like um um you know, thanks. Like you're like so thankful for having me here, and I know it's taking time out of your day, and you want it to like be worth it. For yeah. Me. But don't don't think about it that way, because if they're here, then it's worth it to them. They've already made up that decision, so they're gonna do the best the best that they can to make it successful for yeah. both parties, and to to you know fill gaps in people's questions, and like they they want to be a part of it as much as you want them to be a part of it. Um, so if you got them to come, then it's going to be a success. Yeah, know? which is dope. And I'm, I'm starting to understand that now. And I know that um, once other people, because it's, it's, a, it's a monkey see, monkey do kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So once people see somebody on and they're going to think like, oh, man, I'm not as big as so-and-so and so-and-so was on the show. I want to be part of that platform yeah. now. So it, it, hopefully it's going to be easier to get guests to come mm-hmm. on and that's that's all i want i let's lock it in let's get a date come in and just leave everything else up yeah, to me exactly. because i know how how to keep the conversation going i know how to promo it and i know how to get this information out there yep just come in here and you know share this time with me and like i said dude i, I appreciate anybody that comes out and does it because i feel like it has a value to them and uh i mean we're, we're really good friends so it's I, I knew you would do it. Yeah. No problem if it, if it worked out for your schedule. But it, just having somebody else that I really don't know and they're making the trip like the one guest that I tell you that's coming up yeah. for him to to lock into this. It makes me think like, oh damn, this could be this could be something bigger than it is. Yeah. In Especially the next how ten episodes. Were, yeah. How big you were saying? And I mean, I I don't know the name because I'm not in that. Yeah. But dude, I'm sure people are like, damn, you know, it's, it's going to be a big one, dude. And, dope, I, and I'm super excited about it. And I've, I'm ready to go, man. I, I feel like I've put in my work from this, this is episode 76, dude. That's cool, yeah. And I remember talking about this idea when, when we first even, when yeah. I first came up with it. I know. Or like the first kind of trial period that yeah. we had, like, yeah, in Philly. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then we're like, oh, well, I was just like, oh. <laughs> maybe try it again <laughs> you like just like started arguing yeah, yeah, over yeah. over a word or something that, that was funny <laughs> and like i was fucking tired because it was late you yeah know? and then i'm like looking around like my uh, other mics there my yeah SI mic my was SI. there, 
and then he's like sleeping and then like uh some what the other friend yeah kevin was there and he was just like fucking like pretty much knocked out and stunned and knocked out or whatever he was doing you know what i mean but i was like dude like I, I'm about I, like I'm over this. Let's go to sleep. Yeah, but <laughs> those know? are the kind of things that you have to go through. Yeah. Those uncomfortable things uh-huh. because that's how you start a business. That's how you build it. Yeah, and it's uh it's hard, but this is definitely a, a passion project of mine, and I'm super excited to yeah. see where it goes from here. Of course, but it's just um yeah, man, it's been dope just seeing you change the way that you're maneuvering and putting yourself out there a lot more because um from from the outside looking in if if somebody was looking at the company rywire and i've heard it before how they would mention it they they mention it so high up that they feel like they're detached Hmm. there's no way for them to reach you and even when i went to um ibach in florida i was talking to some people Uh like yeah man i wanted to hit up ryan but i just didn't know how to reach him i'm like dude shoot him a dm what do you mean how to reach him like yeah. he's a businessman at the end of the day he wants to make the sale it's not one of those things like oh you're not worthy of my harness yeah like, you know but people and, just have that idea yeah. in their head yeah of course um i mean like i've been out to events before where i feel the like warmth of somebody like they want to like ask me or mm-hmm. talk to me and then uh, but i I'm a person too, so I get like a little nervous and then it makes me a little uneasy. And like, I'm not trying to be like an asshole or something, but if somebody isn't like, I'll like make eye contact with somebody at like a show mm-hmm. overseas somewhere. And like, I feel that they're maybe like, oh, I kind of wanted to ask that guy a question. But then they're like second guessing it, like, oh man, like, this is probably what's running through their head. That's, that's a stupid question. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And then I'll, I'm thinking in my head, motherfucker just ask me yeah like, it's not that big of a deal just you know come, hey dude i would ask do you have a harness for a thing yeah sure you know like I'll, I'll 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 at least well let's talk about it you know what i mean so i'm not trying to like i just hope that people know that they can they can find me that they yeah. see me say hey what's up like i have a question for you or hey i really like this or i really like that don't cool let's let's talk yeah you know because i want to if somebody doesn't like something that I'm doing, tell me about it, you know? I mean, there's nice ways of, you know, hey, I didn't have this good experience when I called or whatever. Okay, cool. Like, I want to hear that. Um, let me know. And, like, maybe I can maybe I can um, tell you why. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, the reason why we couldn't help you with that was because we were doing this at that time or, you know, and maybe there's not enough time in the day for, for me to like explain to every customer what is really going on. Cause dude, we're, it's a small shop, dude. Yeah. There's three of us now, right? There's been more, there's been up to like five and stuff, but I've really noticed that when you kind of add people, less stuff gets done. Mm-hmm. And I really want specialty. Like I want everybody to have their exact thing that they do and like focus, you know? Yeah. And it, people build stuff up in their mind yes. just because of how they deal with situations and how they would feel in certain situations. And one thing like the, the people would be really sensitive, you know, and um, I've I've come to realize that, too, with uh, with just dealing with so many people, like just the way that I think about something isn't going to be the same way that somebody else thinks about yeah. it. So I always try to, to take that kind of road, like the more the more uh, giving kind of road. But, yeah, there is sometimes where it's just like, yo, it wasn't just it wasn't the right time. 
Yeah. You know, I've had people tell me before, like, yo, I used to support you, but then I seen you at a show and you didn't even want to have a conversation with me. Yeah. I'm like, dude, first of all, I, I'm at work, bro. I'm yeah. working. This isn't the time for me to just kick it and talk about like what you did last night. Yeah. And anybody, if you, have, if you have a line of people exactly, that are, dude. that are also trying to like, like buy something and, and it's, it's work environment right there. Yeah. Like this is your livelihood and, and, you know, you always talk about time is money kind of right. And, um, you know, there's gotta be some kind of, uh, <laughs> You know I mean? yeah 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 no there people people have to realize mm -hmm. that there's there's a certain time and place for everything time and place that's what i was but thinking. um just like even when we went to uh to h day that long time ago i think it was 2013 or something okay and we're we're at the hotel and we're just like all right what are we gonna do and there's car guys outside i'm like fuck it let's just go kick it with these yeah. guys and like even then i was kind of like, i don't know if i want to go outside. yeah yeah Remember that? and yeah. then we like when then we like linked up with a few people and they were like so dude like have a beer hell Here, let's yeah let's you this weird drink that we like that, yeah, yeah. it's all coming back to me now i like literally forgot about yeah. that yeah and then there was some of those dudes that are just like oh let me i want to show you my engine bay and then they were just like all nervous putting their hood up and like what do you think yeah and, like, and those are the times that are dope man I, that's I, special for them yeah definitely man and i understand that when people go to shows and then they see somebody that they look up to that they want to have that special experience so i try my hardest to do that all the time but it's just other people, they'll build something up in their mind and that's fact to them when right, in reality, right. it, it's not, that's not the case. Like, oh, Ryan's an asshole because he, he didn't notice me or he didn't talk to me. It was like, dude, maybe he didn't even see you. Yeah. You know? Or I'm shy. <laughs> or yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it's just, just navigating in this new day and age. Yeah. That we you got to be sensitive, on. right? Yeah, you definitely do. And I understand that because I'm a sensitive person too, so I understand how people perceive that kind of stuff. Right. And that's why I really enjoy doing this podcast because I, I get to show the, the the other side of the guest. So maybe people will have a, a different uh, idea about them right. after. For our, for our non-video uh, people, we are eating gummy bears. Yeah. So that's why we're making chomping sounds. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Ross. He's the one that brought him. Yeah. But um even like uh we just released Joey's episode. Right. And I've made it a point to go over the subject of how people perceive him and the things that people say about him. And I wanted to hear his his point on things and I think the way that he covered it is going to change a lot of people's minds right about him and that's about good. A, yeah and that's the best thing you know because I don't want people to I hate hearing that dude when it, mm -hmm. when it's somebody that I know and I know that they're not like that but somebody has that mm -hmm. misconceived uh idea about them like right. oh Joey's an asshole or something I seen him and he didn't even talk to me I'm like bro he doesn't know you, dude. He's he's pretty shy. He's a shy like, dude. Yeah, he's not like you know how some people are like really confident, looking in the eye, and they're just like you know whatever. Um, Joey's a little bit more like, uh, you know, just he's like he's more like nervous. I don't want to say nervous, but like he's not that like really really confident individual that's just like shakes your hand really strong and like looks you in the eye and just like is the boss you know yeah. what i mean like 
I'm not like that either, though. I'm very like uh, kind of shy, kind of timid. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people are. And there's not a lot of people. I mean, like I would say like Big Mike is somebody that would takes initiative in a conversation. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, uh, me, Joey, I can name a million other people. They're not like that. So then they may come off to somebody as um, not being genuine or mm -hmm. something like that. When in reality, it's just kind of like they're kind of a shy person. Their personality is not like like go get them you know what yeah. i mean so then it's like people think that they're like stuck up or something like that yeah 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 and um it, he he had a really good way of mm. explaining it which i think hopefully everybody that that's able to listen to it they they take that information in i'm only halfway done with it because i was listening to it on the way here so i didn't i don't know if i got that part yet. i don't like to listen to him bro uh, i don't listen to myself either <laughs> i don't like to listen but, to no, him because i'm like why I, did i say that i'm not gonna listen to this i don't watch any of my videos <laughs> like most of it is just that I, I think that, man, I, I could have said it differently. Mm -hmm, I could have worded definitely. it differently. Or we t we take the conversation in a different way and we're like, oh, what happened to that part of the conversation? Yeah. But, I mean, that's just how natural conversations work, man. I mean, off the mic, me and you have conversations all the time. Yeah. We, uh... Even even to bring it up, when we go to Japan, sometimes dude, we'll talk for like seven, eight hours. Yeah, I know, which is crazy. And then we're like, all right, you want to watch this movie? We'll watch a movie, and after we'll just talk and stuff. Yeah, and it's dope true. to 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 be able to do that. And um, I I enjoy having long form conversations yeah. with people because you you actually get to know them a yeah. lot more. That's true. So let's uh. Let's get into that subject, dude. Um, we were just watching on the on the TV outside of our last podcast that we right. did. I think it was like, shoot, in the 30s. I forget the yeah. number, 35 or maybe and then, something and like then that. And we found out it was January, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was in January when we released it. So we were thinking um, if we released it after auto salon but it was actually we re-released it well we recorded it before yeah. and then we released it while we were at in auto yeah, salon in tokyo because i remember we even did the 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 video the instagram video uh, yeah, of yeah, it yeah. in front of the the starbucks right there yeah you know, swipe up or whatever yeah but um that was a fun trip man i was excited to go and uh yeah. ashley went and she absolutely loved japan dude yeah and i'm glad man because i i love it out there i got sick at the end though Fuck. oh dude you did that shit sucked dude. i forgot oh my god like i literally had such a bad fever when we were literally like, when, right. when we were, like the last day because you know we had to take the the train mm -hmm. to the and then we had to do a stop and then we had to get on the plane yeah and i was dude i was sweating it like well i was physically i was actually sweating but like I was like, dude, are they gonna let me on the plane? Like, I'm bad, dude. I was like, I was fucked up. Fuck. And I saw a couple people on the on the plane, like you know how you just like always see people on the flight. And I just kind of like looked up and like, and I had just sucked it up, like, hey, what's up, man? And I, and I wanted to just be like, fucking, I'm fucking so sick right now. You know what I mean? Oh man, that was scary, dude. I like really just wanted to get out of the air. What do you think happened? Just because it was really cold, or yeah, dude, I don't. When it's that cold, I I, I tend to get sick, mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll get sick like after you know or something, and I'll get through it. But um, that and then just I don't know. You remember, oh, you remember we when we went out with Spoon guys? Yeah, that's whole like fucking big spoon dinner, and then they were like, ah, just drink, and I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll have a couple drinks, and then and that oh, and you know how we like went out there? Okay, this is coming back to me. 
we we were in that same area. I forgot where we were. And then we went back to the hotel and then we went back to the same spot and mm-hmm. we were just like on the move and it was cold and hot and cold and hot. That was when I really started like not feeling good. Oh yeah, because um, in that little place where they were eating, I it's it was pretty super hot, super hot, in there. and then super freezing, and then was... and then the cigarette smoke and stuff. Yeah, but, and, then, um, and then I had two drinks, like I said, and then went to bed late. Yeah, then... it was it was a rough trip, man. And mm-hmm. Ash says she wants to go back to Japan, but not for auto salon. Yeah, it's it's, cold. it's too it's too cold and it's too much stuff. You know, yeah. we're already used to it. You know, being on the run, sleeping for a few hours and stuff. But I knew that that she wasn't gonna be that that big of a fan of doing things like that. Yeah, but you have to because it's just you have to squeeze in so much in such a little time. And if like an opportunity comes up, like somebody invites you out in this case, like we were right there and then we got back to the hotel and then they were like, oh, you want to go eat? We're going to eat here. And then we're like, fuck, man, we were I literally <laughs> we literally walked past that place. Right? Yeah. So I was like, wow, it's going to literally be on the same street that we were just at. But yeah, thinking about the, the trip, we uh we had kind of um a lot of cool things happen so mm-hmm. first off uh, we went to the show i mean the show's pretty much the same thing all the time right i would put it on the same level as sema you know every sema that we go to you'll see different things but it's just like eh, it's the same thing it's usually what happens after or before agreed is what's what's a little more memorable yeah so when we um we went to the spoon party that was pretty cool that was cool um we, we almost died of a uh, um Carbon monoxide poison. Oh, dude, that's right. Dude, I was like, really, bro? <laughs> so, guys, for for the last two years, uh, I don't remember if it was the year before if we went to that, but for the last two years, we've been going to Spoon. They would have, like, I like to call it the rave. Yeah. Because last year when we went, it was a little more ravey. They had the flashing yeah. lights and the, the DJ and stuff like that. So, but this year we went and they were selling merch and stuff and there was a lot more people than before which yeah, was, was pretty bigger. cool it was bigger yeah free uh free drinks and and snacks and things so it, it was cool but um the owner i don't know dude he wanted to show off his toys yeah ichi, ichi was like <laughs> he he had these like motorcycles and little cars and little cars with motorcycle engines and like i don't fucking know and then he had all these all these cars and then he's like trying to get everybody to come inside so we can like rev this engine and I'm like, no, man. Like, I was thinking, I was talking to Daryl from Turn 14. Yeah. And Daryl's like, looking at me, like, we're going to go in there and, like, it's really loud and the cars are running. Yeah. And they want the doors shut. And it's not that big of a building, right? Yeah. He's like turning on these cars and revving the shit out of them, right? And then we were like, uh, like takeover revving, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you've, seen, you've probably seen him do that before. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just revving the shit out of these cars. Like, I don't know how many cars were on. And then they had like a, uh electric fire um electric heater going and yeah stuff, like a big ass electric heater and i was just like this is like disaster right here that was giving off an exhaust smell as everything, well everything was yeah and then he's like trying to get everybody to come inside and they close all the doors and it was like um hot box of, <laughs> like, it was like yeah right dude it was not safe i'm like uh this would not fly in the states like somebody have a lawsuit or something like that dude i was like oh my god and i just kept looking at ash and i could just see the the her face how how uncomfortable she was yeah and i felt bad dude because me i can deal with being uncomfortable because in my head i'm just like fuck okay okay it's almost over it's almost over you know but for her she doesn't give a fuck about the cars dude and she's there just because of me 
and that's where we're at that's that's where all everybody that we went with is at yeah and then just to have the doors closed and the smell i'm like oh my god but it was funny though dude it was it was it was super funny and then when he was trying to get those bikes started and they were like push starting him oh yeah <laughs> dude i have that video i still need to edit it the whole vlog from japan i haven't even oh, done you it haven't? no but i think that that would be so funny dude he was just it, it's literally like when all your friends come over to your house and you're just like hey guys check out this yeah. check out this but it was dope it, it was kind of cool to show that he still has the the passion for the he, things he that has he's the passion doing. and he's an old man now but still acts young for sure yeah yeah know? yeah and i think that that's i mean it's it's great you know he he doesn't he's not really like running the company right now um he has somebody else that does that you know obviously somebody else that's been there for a really long time but yeah, he could just kind of just dick around now. And he's at the point where he's just like, fuck, I'm just going to screw around. It really just seemed like it. It's the party. That's, like, let's make this fun. That's you know, the vibe that I here. got. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it, dude. So that was a good time. And then um, I don't know if it was the next day or not, but we ended up getting invited oh, to Mugen. That was so cool. Right? So um, uh, big Ryan, Ryan Hegner from Ibok Me, he was having a meeting yep. with with mugen and um you know i didn't want to invite ourselves to it granted we all went together but business is business yeah you know? so we if didn't he's know. like it needs to just be you know me if and- he was just gonna take care of her okay that's cool no problem but he ended up inviting us to go with him dude you explain it from from your point of view bro because that was that was something <clears throat> different so i've experienced some really cool shit um but that was definitely a highlight of everything automotive in my you know yeah kind of like ever dude that shit was fucking crazy it was dope man and guys if you're listening like this place is just really in the middle of nowhere yeah it wouldn't you'll just be driving down the side street and you look up and you're like what the hell there's a big ass moogan logo on this building but like what what i wouldn't forget about that is you remember looking in the engine room so they had this huge engine room huge and and you're and you're you're like a story and a half or two couple stories two three stories up i don't mm-hmm. know but they said that they cut the slab out right oh, and they re right. they re-poured the foundation with with like springy kind of whatever right so you have this like this isolated slab for motion because there's so many earthquakes in japan yeah and they're and think about like they're they're machining like billet and whatever cylinder heads and blocks and stuff for like racing series and like for like toyota and like everything right so like they get a file and then they have a eight thousand dollar piece of billet and then they're cutting a 60 to hundred thousand dollar billet block if there's an earthquake and how many machines they have running that could be they could lose several hundred thousand dollars in just one little quick quick quake right and not even a big earthquake just something that shifts and moves the because everything is so precise so they actually cut the foundation out report i totally forgot about that. yeah and then i pick up on this kind of stuff because i'm like really into like architecture yeah 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 so like i was just looking at the magnitude of this the scale of this was was insane so you have these like um so you know you know the switch glass right yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um i've actually seen this done in a lot of like in lo- a lot of modern homes is they have uh, tint switchable glass so it's opaque like a, a smoke like a frost and then it's clear so he literally was just like look this way and we he opened up and 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 went clear 
and let us look into there and it's like really high like i'm super short so i'm like barely i'm <laughs> yeah. like barely seeing like through this window because the window is like five and a half feet high or whatever and i'm just like barely looking in there um and then like you know he's letter literally letting us look and just get get like a glance a glance at it and then he like shuts it and then he's like okay eyes this way like um you know talking to us about it and then he goes okay i'm gonna let you look one more time and then like flicks it open <laughs> yeah. again and then we're like looking like uh what's going on in there and then click you know what yeah. i mean and it was like that for the whole tour yeah so every, like, everything was super secretive you like walk into a room and then they'll have like you know crazy like carbon fuselage race cars and shit and then they'll be like oh well this is what we're doing in there we're building this and this and uh keep walking keep walking or Okay, don't don't look don't look at this. You know, it's just like everything had sheets over dude, it too. Dude, there were sheets over everything. Oh, and then like uh, we walked through all those computer rooms where the guys were designing and like CAD, like all the different things. And I'm just like trying with my eyes to like take photo photographic <laughs> yeah. pictures of what's going on. And I saw like you know I saw a lot of um, um, single single piston engines mm -hmm. and like dual piston because they do a lot of bike stuff, right? So I noticed on the screens was a lot of like small displacement, like four stroke and like, I'm sorry, like two stroke engines and stuff like that. And they're just, you know, I'm just only getting a glimpse of this, but these are projects that Mugen is currently working on and developing. And these are like things that, these are not Mugen shift knobs and pedal kits. This is this is motorsport for for companies that are huge. You know what I mean? Like toy, they're doing, they're literally developing racing engines for Toyota. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, well Mugen just does it better. They just have better facility. So then they go, okay, here's our files, and we've done development. Go ahead and cut all this stuff for us or develop things in, in 3D CAD um, and, like, let us cut it. or You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're, they're, they have their hand in, like, a bunch of stuff, and a lot of it's bikes. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really crazy to see how detailed the company was yeah. and how secretive, secretive it was, too. Yeah. And at that time, I really didn't realize how fortunate we were until I, I uh, kind of told people about our experiences and they're just like, dude, I've never even been there. And yeah. those are people that I think that they would have been there before. Yeah, that was a treat, man. It was, it was, it was super lucky that everything worked out that we were able to go yeah and even that um i don't know that f1 car that they were taking apart yeah and dude we were just seeing everything how they have it all connected and they had that um i, I won't forget that one they had that like a uh, that wire kind of the loom splitter but it was a, a carbon fiber yep. one that was dope bro yeah there's a lot of like um like wire in component stuff that they had it yeah was really really cool and so. one of the coolest things about it is we had we got to have like a sit down with uh mr honda yeah at the end of it yeah so guys listening i didn't even know but um the son of honda was ichiro yeah isn't he, it yeah uh yeah that sounds right I, I, I've i'm pretty sure it's right ichiro now. honda so uh basically that's his son and his son decided to move more forward with motorsport and he liked, you know, the racing culture. So then he developed Mugen, right? And uh, did I ever tell you about the story of the CRX uh, designer guy? Yeah, but uh, let's go over that for sure. Okay, okay. We didn't talk about that last time. No. Were, okay. So this is kind of leads in. So I have I have some like interesting stories with my, you know, history of cars and stuff like that. So uh, I'll tell you this one. So my cousin is a photographer. And he's also a 
he does movies and he does a bunch of stuff but he's like yeah i got this like gig and i'm shooting at uh, this guy's house in pasadena and uh, he said that he designed the crx and i'm like yeah dude whatever you know, right? <laughs> yeah he's well just tell him that he's full of shit yeah. right? because I don't, I don't know i'm like there's no <laughs> there, there's no fucking way right he's like well i gotta go back and like so it's kind of crazy but he's um he's actually dying of cancer and I'm like, really? Like, what level is he at? He's like, I think he's like almost four. And oh, I'm like, oh man, this guy's going to die soon, you know? And then he goes, well, um, I don't, you know, he's like, I don't remember what he was documenting or what he was taking pictures of, but he's like, he's got a dope ass house. Architecture's awesome. It's very, very cool. And I'm like, can I like go somehow? Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I think I can set that up. And I'm like, really? Okay. He's like, I still, I got to do a little bit more work for him. I got I told him I'm going to go see him and stuff. And I'm like, dude, hit me up. This is like 10 years ago. This is like a long time ago. So then I'm like, okay, let's make this happen. So I go to Pasadena with my cousin and we, we pull into this fuck. It's a mansion, you know, like it's different. It's not your typical mansion, mm -hmm. very modern industrial building, which I love. Like the architecture was like sick, but I wasn't into that as much back then. So I didn't appreciate it as much at the time. Um, so he told me, um, God, dude, I'm on the spot right now. And I can't remember his name. Like if you ask me in like five minutes, I'll probably remember. But yeah. anyway, so he, he's like, um, like, nice to meet you. You know, it's like this Japanese guy, you know, okay. Um, so far it's adding up. He's Japanese. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> and then, um, so then my cousin goes, ah, oh, so he, you know, he wants, um, this is Ryan and he's a big Honda person. He loves Honda, the brand. And he goes, oh, yeah, Hondas, you know, he kind of <laughs> like shakes his hand at it. Um, and so he proceeds to tell me that he designs a lot of things, um, not necessarily cars, but he was asked by Suchihiro Honda, if I'm saying it right, which is Mr. Like the, not, not who we met. That was, yeah. that was Mugen, right? Yeah. Uh, this is like the creator of Honda, the, the, the guy that's who's, who's, you know, um, he, he's like, yeah, he was a really good friend of mine. And he was trying to tell me all these stories. He was telling me all these stories like, oh, I don't really do cars, but I've known Mr. Honda for so long. And he's like, I, he's like trying to show me like all these like cell phones and little gizmos and gadgets because he's just an inventor kind of. Yeah. He just, you know, has all these designs and stuff, like all these cell phones. And then like, no, we want to see the cars. And then he has like a little toy like CRX. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> So then he's like, oh, I got, you know, he's like shuffling around things. And all of a sudden he pulls out these papers and, um, you know, my EA Civic. Yeah. Right? So he has this hand sketch of this car and it's an EAT, right? You know, 84 to 87 Civic. It's a hatchback. It's, it's in white. Well, probably just because the paper's white. It was mm -hmm. just like a line sketch. And it was very, very like, it looked like a Civic, but... The, the curves and the angles were way more bold. Like everything was was so sharp and like it looked like this future. It looked like a futuristic version of an EAT, gotcha. right? And I was like, damn, this is this is crazy. And I'm like looking at it. And he had like a bunch of different kind of line drawings of it. And he had ones that are kind of colored. And then he, I don't remember what else he had. There was like little toys. And he's like, I was like, okay, so what cars did you design? Like he was like, I was the lead in japan because they also had um oscar jackson senior told me about some um influence that they had from the u.s side as well during that time frame so he was actually in japan and i said oh do you know do you know um uh, i asked him um 
Mr. Honda's son, uh, Mugen, and I didn't know as much, and I, I didn't know him then, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, yeah, 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 he's a very good boy, you know, this and that. And <laughs> you, I, you're a good this, boy. This, this guy's old now, right? <laughs> and he goes, oh, yes, his son is very great, you know. And then he goes, oh, my house. My house is modeled after Mr. Honda's house. And no I'm like, way. What? He's like, yeah, uh, the architecture, maybe maybe he was trying it because his, his English wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. And he was actually a teacher at Art Center in Pasadena. And that's why he was there. And he had all these students living in the home. He rented out because the place was so big. Mm -hmm. There was all these students living there. It was a trip. It was like really weird. And apparently he got fired or alleviated from his position because he he wasn't, um, his English wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess they were having problems or something with that. Um, so he was, it was kind of hard to, you know, really understand exactly what he was getting at and stuff, but he's like, oh yeah, I know Mr. Honda. And he goes, my first wife. And he was like, he's kind of a jokester. Like all these dudes are jokesters. Yeah, right? like, dude. Fucking Mugen was funny, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. holy shit, this guy's crazy. Anyway, so he was making jokes like, oh, don't let my wife know. Because there was a lady there that was his wife, current yeah. wife. It's like, it was my first wife. I was, I was wed in Mr. Honda's home. And um, he's like, it's very not typical to have a very luxurious house in Japan. Mm -hmm. Everybody's very modest. Even if you have a lot of money, you don't look like you're wealthy. Um, but I guess Mr. Honda was opposite. He had this huge, like, palace kind of huge house, right? So he was wed in the house and he told me like his like honda employee number and i don't remember what it was anymore and three <laughs> yeah i know right, right but he said it. he was in charge of of designing the vehicles from like 81 to like 84 so this wasn't like you know your modern ef this was a little bit preceding that so like the prelude mm -hmm. the honda the civic and the crx is going to be like his three that he was like the lead in designing and I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. I'm just like stumbled upon this dude. And obviously people knew about him because he was a professor. And I mean, he probably would have mentioned it on his like resume of, okay, I'm your teacher and this is what I've done, you know, but I didn't know about him. And I'm, this is, this is wild, you know? Yeah. And even when we went to Mugen, I didn't even know that the, that was the son was the owner. Yeah, exactly. Cause like, when they said like Mr. Honda, it's like, why did they just keep saying Mr. Honda? And I think maybe it was. It had to be after the meeting. After the meeting, yeah. it had to be. Because and then it all set in. Like then it all clicked shit. in, and I was like, "Wow, that was just the craziest experience." Yeah. So after we had the 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 walk around, we we had the little meeting with them. Yeah. And just to be able to speak with them and throw yeah. around ideas. Yeah, that was crazy because he like they're as lost as as any company probably is as far as modern day marketing. Right? Yeah, so I was telling him, I was pretty much telling him, yo, you you have a huge opportunity with your Instagram because your Instagram is not focused, <laughs> yeah. it's not even good at yeah. all. People don't even know that that's really like, uh, what is it? I'd have, it's like F1 stuff. That's yeah, exactly. all that it, it consists of. And like some bikes and F1. Yeah. And so like they literally don't even acknowledge the culture of like the tuner market, which is fine because it's such a small, like, you know, us as 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 honda enthusiasts or whatever you know like you're you're thinking that's it that's the end all be that's like the one but then they're like oh dude that was like 20 years ago nobody wants that shit anymore yeah and then they're like um we we're doing formula stuff but i think it took um took us to bring it up and to to yeah. let them know like hey 
you could be doing a lot more and and that kind of spawned into well i mean that, that they were already going to come but i'm because sure we, that's why we were that's there. why we were there is because ryan was setting it up for right. them to come to the 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 socal uh ibok meet the one that we just had in may and they ended up coming out and it wasn't mr honda but it was the other guy who took yeah, us the, on the, the tour main marketing guy. Yeah, yeah and that yeah. that dude was really cool too super cool yeah yeah so so they came out to the show so Hopefully it'll make them realize that hey, this stuff is still popping. You know, even though we stop selling headers or or what wheels, yeah, or whenever stuff gets, like knocked off, yeah, whenever it was, there's... these people are still out here hungry for everything that we have. Yep. And I even brought up the point to them about maybe doing some like retro stuff. Mm, you yeah. know, retroing some old wheels or steering wheels or what have you. You know. And yeah. ju- just just for them to know that they're they're still appreciated like in- scott scott from um what is uh king king yeah um they you know they re they he he basically persuaded them into re-releasing a little bit of wheel stuff mm-hmm. you know but obviously not their whole lineup or anything um but yeah like he you know got them to do i don't remember what they did but there was like a few sizes i didn't even see that Yeah, it was a bunch of like like uh nsx s2000 size like 17s i don't remember exactly what it was but they re-released some stuff you know because it was popular super popular and they already had everything it's just like dude just run it you can just put the program you can do 100 you can do 100 sets like quick or yeah 100 wheels or i don't know what the quantity would be but you know what i mean like and it would be boom, boom, and it's done. Like it was know? just a dope experience, yeah, dude. And just that was crazy. Just to be able to to talk with him and to see that he was listening and in taking what I was saying, he was listening and, and calculating yeah, it in his head, which it was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But th- that experience that was dope. Even Ash had a good time, you know. And she doesn't know anything about Mugen or cars or that's not her passion. But just for her to be there at this factory and just to know, yeah. like, and we got yo, to wear the hat. Oh yeah, we got the hat. Do we had? I was like, like, "Am I gonna be able to keep this?" That hat was sick, bro. I would have definitely kept that hat, but they're like, "No, we need it." But I'm like, "What the hell? You need the hat back for, bro? I got lice. Give me my, give me my shit." So, so that was pretty dope. And um, then all the days just mixed together. They of the and my my brain's like mush. So I can't I can't tell you an exact timeline because when you got guys listening when when you go to Japan you leave here at ten in the morning and you get there at like five o'clock in the afternoon that same exact day and you're not it, it could even be earlier i think it's maybe three yeah the following there. day yeah so so you land there and you're just like oh shit i've we left at 10 a.m and oh it's the next day yeah because right? on the way back it's the same day that's right that's right so there your time is all messed up over mm-hmm. there especially leaving there and then getting back here you leave there at like five and get here at 10 a.m the same day and i'm like damn dude i don't know if i can <laughs> yeah. make it so but it all blends so hyped together up to like do stuff that and then you're up super early yeah mm-hmm. so then um i think it was the next day possibly i don't remember but we ended up going to shinjuku mm-hmm. walking around right there and that's yeah. when me and ash went to the robot restaurant yes and you went back to the hotel yeah so that's what you're talking about you weren't oh, feeling well you so stayed, you went back to the I hotel went back and yeah then i was like fuck it i'm gonna go out with you guys because i wanted to have the yeah experience. to at least have have a night mm-hmm. so um ash she, i guess it was worth it yeah <laughs> she she was looking up the she heard about it a lot the, the robot yeah. restaurant you had gone before yeah we had, we had gone in the past like you know back when it was like kind of new to us when you know uh, i think it was the the year that um 
Robert and Yuri came with us, mm-hmm. and it was like Salem and Joey and and um, um, Ryan Durr and myself, and like yeah, we went and did all that. And I mean, like I liked it. It was a, it was a it was a it was a thing, and I wanted to see it. But I was just kind of like, all right, dude, enough with these fucking Alteza taillights. I'm yeah. Like, they had these robots, and they were just like put together, and it was just like it was weird. I I I'm not good with that kind of stuff. So I was just like, ah, oh, this is an experience, but. Uh, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I can see it being one of those things that you would just want to do once. Yeah. But uh, Ash wanted to do it. And I said, hey, yeah, you know what? Let's do it. We're, yeah, you might as well. Might as well. We don't have nothing else to do right mm-hmm. now. So we set it up and we went. Dude, we had a blast, bro. I think most of it, I was tripping out on the entire idea of everything. Yeah. We're, I don't know if it was in the basement or up top or where it was, but it was a few, few stories from ground level. Yeah. And... Just to picture all the shit that they have going on Dude, in there. Dude, they invested so much money in that <laughs> it was place. Crazy. Yeah, there's like stories you could read online or whatever. But yeah, it's, there's some there's some like <laughs> weird, shady, I don't know stuff going on with that place. It but. was crazy, man. And just to see how choreographed it was, it was pretty cool. We had such a good time. And then after that, I think that's where we uh, we ended up eating. Me and Ash ate. There's a little burger joint right there. It was so good. Right. And oh, then yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think then I text you like, Hey, what do you doing oh the guy said that they're here so we ended up meeting up yep um and we met it was uh big ryan was with the spoon guys because he went to spoon oh he had a meeting at spoon he had a meeting at spoon but we had already went to spoon yeah so we're like oh we're gonna chill and do our own thing so that's why it was just me and ash yeah we met back up yeah so then um, did I, was it was i did i come back solo then i maybe? think you came back to us okay yeah okay. so you came back to us in um in shinjuku mm. and then we ended up meeting up with them at dinner and that was nuts bro yeah. like those dudes know how to party bro yeah, <laughs> yeah we got one i figure what the little rooms are called in, in smoking general. room yeah pretty much bro yeah. That whole room was just everybody that besides us was smoking. Yeah. These super strong cigarettes. I'm used to that because like even the guys in the States that don't really smoke, like, you know, Joey doesn't really smoke that much. Utah, well, Utah smokes. But like, you know, when you're with all these guys, like Ryan Dirt smokes, but barely. Yeah. When they come to Japan, it's like fucking it's on. Everybody. Like I've even had a cigarette in Japan and I probably only had one pack of my whole life, but it's probably all in Japan. You know, Dude, there was that um, that one time that we went, it was actually my my first time going to japan and we we're driving to that dinner that sushi dinner where it was the guy invited us and oh, everything right. was for free shoulders that guy yeah that yeah, dude yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. so we're driving with him mm-hmm. and i think it was uh yasu or somebody was smoking and i got a cigarette and i'm smoking and i'm just <laughs> yeah. like oh shit this is way stronger than any <laughs> cigarette in the yeah. u.s bro they don't have the same filter no nah, dude and my head was spinning i was i was so close to saying like hey guys can we pull over real quick yeah, so i throw fucking up. throw up but yeah I, I always remember that about the restaurants is that they're they're smoking inside of them so. yeah and they fucking smoke man yeah so we ended up going to this uh this jbbq joint where all the spoon guys were there and you're talking the uh, instead of uh it's not the owner yeah she wasn't there but it's the guy who pretty much runs it i forgot right. his name and then uh the guys from australia spoon mm. their spoon yeah the bunch, in a bunch of the, like the big and then like aaron was there too right there, aaron and was there yeah so yeah, basically yeah. like all the i think that's i think aaron invited me or oh. 
I think Aaron told me about it. Anyway, but like, yeah, it was all the main distributors from all over the world because they're all there for TAS and they're just like, ah, oh, let's do this big thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, what was there, 25 people? Uh, was, I don't know. It was a good, amount, was a of good amount of people. And we, just, had the, we had the big room. Yeah, and that was kind of a, a, a crazy, crazy situation too because we're just sitting there and eating dinner and having the crazy conversations with these guys and these are the people who run Spoon. Yeah, and the, the and the dealers for the representatives from all over the world. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's cool. So it's yeah. it's dope to just be part of those and to see those guys put their hair down a little bit. Yeah, you know? exactly. Instead of seeing their, them, at their auto business salon. suits were not on. Yeah, no, they're, they're <laughs> partying it up, and, and and that was really cool. But those those are the kind of times that I I cherish in uh, when we go to auto salon mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. Um. But uh, I think we we need to keep that tradition going, man. I love that. I, I kind of want to check out that the auto messy. Yeah. In Osaka. Yep. So I, I don't know if I told you, but um, I got invited back to go to um, Indo Indonesia. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. So um, and then so here here's how it's going to be. So Mike can't go. Um, he's not going to be able to make it this year. Mm-hmm. So it's myself. Uh, this is the plan. And this is who has been invited. And we I think we all signed our. Uh, papers so mm-hmm. we're like good but uh sam sam do super, oh, okay. super street so me and sam are coming from the u.s and then um jdm yard jonas mm-hmm. is, co- is coming yeah so it's gonna be us and then and then we're gonna and then also osaka auto messe again the the two main guys that run osaka auto messe uh-huh. are also invited oh no way so we're like the international guest judges i guess yeah. right if you will um very similar to last year um it should be pretty cool though because um you know sam's now so basically i don't know if i mean basically mike was the ambassador if you want to call it that for the u.s and then they're like oh well, can you mike can you ask if ryan wants to go and i'm like yeah sure i'll go so um since mike's not available it's myself and then they're asked sam to go so that's awesome you know yeah and like i've traveled with sam before we went to australia together and did a show like you know judging stuff like that uh, so he's going to be a great person to, to because you you know how it is like when we go to Japan, it's like yeah it, we could get by by ourselves, but to have like an actual friend there is like so much more fun. You know oh I mean? yeah, dude. So yeah. it's like okay, cool. Sam's coming, and then like I text him, and he's like, "Hey, are you going?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "All right, cool." Because I was gonna say like I don't know if I wanted to go if you weren't. Yeah. Like and then he was asking me all these questions about it and stuff. So now we're that we're both going, it's like, all right, it's on. That's know? really cool, dude. I uh, I should get Sam on here. I think that would be he'll, really I'm cool. I'm sure he'll do it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, he's um, uh, he's always been a good dude every every time I've talked to him. I was going to mention that, actually. There's a couple people that even just like today, it's funny because my m- memory is freaking mush, dude. Sometimes I just... So it's like current events. So today I yeah. talked to all these people. So I wanted to remind me later, we'll talk about a couple people that I think that you could definitely have um, on here. Yeah. It would be really good for the both of you guys. Um, yeah, write a note. Um, and Because there was just a few people that were at that, that was at that event that I was like... And since I'm going here, it's like, oh, he should he should hit up these people. So. Yeah, dude, I, I appreciate that for mm. sure. And I know that... Um, to to be able to get those those bigger name guests, I just got to stay on my hustle with things. Yeah, so and, they'll, if, and they'll do it, man. Yeah, if they see if people see that there's a consistency where okay, he's releasing two episodes a week, and every episode that comes out, he's he's pushing the content, he's pushing yeah. the swipe up, he's getting people to go that way. Like, why wouldn't I? Of course. You know, and yeah. hopefully, I get to that point one of these days where people are inviting me on podcast. Right. Shit, I'll go to anybody's podcast, yeah. you know, because. 
how I think about things may be different than other people think about things, but I think about planting seeds. Mm -hmm. No matter how small the seed is at this time, who knows where it could go from there. Yeah. I just want everybody to to know about Downstar, to know about the podcast for it to at least have a seed in their in their mind. Right. Of and course. then just go from there. But yeah, dude, I'm super excited, man. I've um I reached out to Nads too. I would like to have okay. Nads. I saw him today too. Yeah. yeah, I think that that would be a cool one. Yeah, he'd man. be good. He'd be good. Yeah. Especially because I mean, let's try not to be like it's all Hondas, but he is such a like Honda. Um, he just has so much passion for the Honda brand. Yeah. That um, and he can talk about everything else. He's well versed with everything. So I think that he would be a good one to be on, be on here as well. Yeah, it's just uh, no matter what field anybody's in, like we kind of all relate on the same level as being hustlers go-getters and hard workers and, right. and that kind of transition translates to the same thing mm -hmm. no matter what you do you're doing wiring i'm doing bolts even if we weren't in the honda community yeah at the end of the day we we still have to dedicate so much time to our craft to to our business and and focus on that so um everybody listening what would be uh what would be a typical day for you to kind of put everything in perspective for everybody? A typical day. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I normally wake up early, um, probably about, well, I, okay, I try, I try to make sure that I get to the shop before 8 AM. Gotcha. Um, so I'm at the shop, maybe let's call it 7:45, right? Um, I have, I make myself coffee. Um, Vietnamese. at the shop? No, uh, at home. Okay. Actually the night before. Oh, really? Yeah, I make it the night before, and I put it in the fridge, and then I have it ready, and I throw ice in the morning, and then I have it in this nice little cup uh, that stays cool, you know, throughout the day or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I make Vietnamese iced coffee, coffee, um, and, like, you know, I've actually lived in I, – I live near Westminster now. I live in Huntington Beach. Um, and then when I was in San Jose, I lived in the in the Vietnamese area. So, like, I'm really a sucker for Vietnamese food. Um, and actually all my trips to Japan, just having coffee in Japan led me to that iced, uh, high sugar, you know, yeah, yeah, milk yeah. direction. And then I started having Vietnamese iced coffee in the mornings and man, that shit like, boo, you know, like you're ready on, like, to go. It's like eight in the morning and you're <laughs> like, it's like, you're good. Yeah. So I start with emails, right? I try really hard to at least get to the, the, the big deal emails, um, shortly after David will join me in the shop, uh, David will start with the day's orders, right? And I mean, we don't get a lot, but, um, you know, like I think that a day, like something like around 20 is probably about normal emails. Mm, no orders. orders. Okay. Okay. Um, emails, we probably get, I would say at least like 50. Okay. Um, oh, wow. So then I really got to, and I got to stay on top of it all day, right? So, I mean, sometimes I can wait a little and um, I apologize if you're one of the people that I, you know, spend <laughs> almost a day to get back to or something. But, you know, I try to like look at all the important things and like make sure everything's good, make sure the orders are good, whatever. Um, and then I'll proceed into, uh, it's maybe nearing lunch at that point. Um, I might start like working on a couple orders that come in that I have to like tackle little things on, Okay. And then after lunch, we start getting into a little bit like the bigger build stuff. <clears throat> so like right now we're working on, um, you know, you know, Randy from, um, 
RS Tech? Yes. Okay, so we're building a loom for his car that just crashed. Oh, okay. Um, I actually do- I didn't see. I apologize for not being on top of it, but I didn't know. I didn't know. He just hit me up. Say, hey, dude, our car crashed, and we're rebuilding a bunch of stuff. So we need. Oh, wow. Uh, we need a new harness. Um, I don't think anything happened in the original one. I think it was just one that he made, and he wanted to like step it up and get something a little bit more. They, you know, you know, you keep switching stuff. Anyway, yeah. so so like we'll get to our bigger builds. So our bigger builds could be like a custom harness, mm-hmm. right? little bit more expensive deal takes a lot more time so i'm like i'm with randy like that might start earlier like i'm you know answering questions i'm on the phone with him like okay how about we like i'll have ideas for stuff like he'll tell me sensor lists and i'll go well what if we did it like this and what if we strategize by putting sending things this way and expansions over here and he's like yeah okay cool 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 and then like today for example you know we so we're working on that um, and like Ryan Durr's doing most of the build out and then I'm talking with a customer and I'm, I'm strategizing and I'm writing down notes for Ryan Durr and here's your lengths and here's your measurements. And, and Ryan's like kind of putting it, uh, the other Ryan is putting it together more or less. Um, and then we would, I would work with him on that for a while. And then I may have some orders. Like I said, that I have to like, uh, I gotta just do some slight tweaks too. Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in one minute. Now, son, you, you listening right now, I need to tell you something. Your life is in shambles. One of the reasons is, is the way you present yourself. Son, that t-shirt you got on right now with the stains and the bacon neck, that is not going to bring the honeys home. You look terrible. I'm not talking about your disfigurement. That's something only the good Lord could help you with. But what I can help you with is going to downstory.com. Go to that web page on the World Wide Web and just search DTWD. Yeah, search that and you could get some of the official Downtown with Downstar merch. Maybe move out the basement so me and your mama could do the dick ball dance like we used to do 27 years ago when you wasn't around. Now I'm going to go upstairs and give me a pot pie. You get back to your little podcast. Like a lot of our harnesses are kind of ready to go because we make them in big batches and stuff. So all I have to do is a couple tweaks and I'll like, I'll change these injector plugs, change this map sensor or whatever, and then get those, just get orders out as fast as possible. Um, a lot of times our harnesses are out like next day. Wow. So it's like quick, right? And this is something that has really changed in the last few years. So I'm just staying on top of those little things and micro changes on all these harnesses. Um, and getting that stuff ready for David to go to the post office around two o'clock. <clears throat> so then David's gonna go to the post office. He's gone for a short while, um, and he'll he'll put take all the boxes to the post office and do like all that stuff. He'll come back, and then we'll go kind of another round of emails, um, and then and then maybe around like three o'clock or so, I'll decide if I want to either spend the rest of my day working on a project like maybe like the CRX, for example, mm-hmm. um, there's like another car that I have in the shop that I don't really want to do right now, but I need to like, I'm doing a little bit of plumbing stuff on. Yeah. So I might work on that instead, or I might use that time to do brand development. So um, last week I was doing a lot of development on a newer PDM that we've been working on. 
where it's not one that's going to like take the place of the one that we've that p12 kit where it's like the full Hon like honda or universal or different chassis different kinds of car specific kit this one's more like for a universal motorsport use and it has like can bus and like all these things that um would be more used in like a more motorsport environment um i'm working on developing a loom software everything that goes along with this it's our it's our p30 unit um and it's our 30 channel uh higher higher like bigger outputs more outputs like i said can bus it has the keypad option it has a lot of cool stuff and i'm working on a the most universal wiring loom that i could fit with it um and developing this the the firmware the software part of it like to the t right so I've been working on that a lot last week. And so I was like, okay, which is like, I, I wish I kind of had it like a strategy of what I was going to do each day. But around that three o'clock, four o'clock, I go, okay, what am I going to work on? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? Or is it going to be that? And then I just try to break it up. So I'm just like working hands on working on a project until probably around seven o'clock at night. Mm. Um, so yeah, literally I'm, I'm at the shop around, you know, between seven and eight. And then I leave between seven and eight. Um, that's what my normal day looks like. Um, today was an exception because we came here. Um, but that would be about typical, I would say, for like a normal day. Every now and then, it'll be like a late night kind of a thing. I'll tell my girl, I'm like, hey, I'm going to be gone tonight. I'll probably be home at 10, 11 o'clock. And like maybe there'll be, maybe that might be like heavy like Formula D season because there might be like two or three cars that we're like working on and she knows like, oh shit. Or if it's like SEMA. It's like, oh, he's going to be there. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to bring him dinner. You know, like she kind of knows. And there's certain kinds of types, times of year that are a lot more, excuse me, heavy for um, really late nights. Yeah. So after you get home, um, what do you usually do to wind down? Um, my girl cooks, which is awesome. But um, I do a lot of the cleanup. So I don't get to wind down until like a good like after like maybe hour after I get, get home. Um, I actually lately we've been watching, um, some Netflix or something like nice. that. Uh, so I'll like pick a show. Like you asked me, uh, black mirror, what is it called? Black mirror. Black yeah. Mirror. And, um, um, yeah, we, I saw some of those. And so, you know, we watched something like that and then maybe closer to closer to bedtime, I'll turn on HGTV and I'll just watch one of those like ridiculous shows about renovating houses and stuff like that. Um, it's what about like, tiny, tiny homes? Tiny homes are cool. <laughs> but not, not as much my thing. Um, super like a nice, nice wood panels and like iron and metal. And that's my, my style. Yeah. So you could definitely do that with those little like container or tiny homes on, on the trailers and stuff. But um, I don't know. I just like it when they do like big renovations, like something really cool and, um, really, I like really modern architecture, uh, very industrial, and I also like the mid-century um, architecture from some of those, you know, fifties um, and sixties architects, because um, that's all inspired. That's like the groundwork. Like those are the OGs of architecture in my yeah. mind. Those like tracked home, like even you know, like yeah. There's there's a ton of names I could just start listing off, but you know, these like mid-century modern architecture has then kind of turned into modern day contemporary architecture, which I really like. 
Um, but the ground, you know, work of that is the mid-century architects. So then I watch all these shows and I'll look at books or sometimes I'll go on, I'll go on YouTube, but I don't go on YouTube to look at cars stuff at all. I go on YouTube to look at like, how can I build like a concrete, uh, barbecue grill thing or something you know what i mean like that's yeah. a, that's what like I, I it's funny i i'm subscribing to uh, diy things for for like around the house and stuff yeah speaking of that i just saw on your facebook the other day that you posted up the uh, the background layout or the back backyard back, layout yeah, yeah so yeah. so what's up with that um so like in an attempt to you know you know how we are we have a sickness with um <laughs> not leaving uh, things alone not leaving well enough alone um i've i ha- so my house is really cool it's a flat roofed house um with a very it's 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 got pr- like it it doesn't have the look that i want it to have it's got like tile roof and it's crap but the bones of it it's a square house everything's sharp edges it's just a big box so like my mind goes wild like oh dude smooth stucco and i can do like wood underlays under the eaves yeah. and like do recessed lights and then i can do like concrete pavers in the driveway and i can do you know like a, a cool like glass cornered window and like make it look like a little bunker you know yeah and i have all these like really fucking cool ideas and we've we've even used like sketchups there's a a, a a free software you go online and we've like did we drew our house you know me and my girl we, we drew it um and it looks fucking sick dude and I'm just like, I want to build this. Really? So then I'm slowly, slowly, slowly starting to do things. Like I'm going to just, I renovated my master myself and built out a closet and like opened up the bathroom and did a bunch of cool stuff. And then we did all the flooring and tile. And then in the garage, I did like some stuff. I've been starting to do a lot of like electrical. I did like 15 recessed lights in the garage and I'm going to do like all this stuff and do the whole build out. But if we're smart, you start from the back of the house and you move forward because you know um, the accessibility. If you cl- have a really clean front and then you go to do work in the back, they're gonna fuck up the front. You see what I'm oh, saying? Oh, gotcha. So, so I really wanted to start doing something to the house and you know changing, doing stucco in the windows, like all these really cool black aluminum windows and all this stuff. And I got these great ideas. And um, my girl's like, "Well, wait a minute, like." are we going to renovate the pool? Are we going to renovate the backyard? Are we going to do these like poured pavers or what are you going to do? Um, so I was like, man, we kind of have to before we do anything else. So, um, we did like a SketchUp's drawing and then we had a company come out to give us like a proper, you know, uh, quote of, or, for everything. And I actually didn't get the price back yet, but I got some renderings. So that's what I was kind of posting. Like, what do you guys think? What would you change? Um, I just kind of posted that on my personal um, yeah. Facebook because I have some family on there. So I kind of wanted my like close friends and, and family's opinion on what they thought. And I know that those are a little bit more like experienced people. They Some of these guys, have you know, my family members have done stuff like this before. So they can go, yeah, dude, like we use this size rocks and we do this size this. And this is how big our pavers are. And the separation between the pavers is four or six or whatever inches. And I wanted info like that. And I, I was able to get a good amount. But uh yeah, I'm just, I mean, I, 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 I like architecture a lot. Yeah, so seeing this as being one of your uh, hobbies, and it seems like it's something that interests you a lot more than cars, do you, uh, do you see yourself? Well, okay, so cars are interesting because cars will always be there. Yeah. But it's a very, it's weird because 
I've been, I have been 100% every single day for the last 20 years, like fully focused in automotive. Yeah. No, it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So for 20 years of just like B16s and you know, it's just like uh, there half, some of me wants to kind of like see what else is out there. Cause you, you remember like I was listening to Joey, Joey news, the, the podcast with mm-hmm. Joey. Um, and then you were like, you guys were talking about like the year ranges and yeah, it yeah, being yeah. back to, 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 you said like, Oh, 2011 and stuff like this. Right. You know, that feeling that you had in 2011, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's nearly as strong cause it's not, but that little time, even if it's like, like 5% of that, I'm able to get that a little bit with the architecture. Hell yeah. Because I don't know nearly what I know about architecture that I do cars. Like I know, I know 1% about like, um, these designers and these, you know, compared to automotive. Yeah. Less than 1%. So that ability to like learn and and see things like i go and i i'll like i I heard that there's this edward killingsworth house in long beach i want to go see it and so i'll like go and i'll see it and i'm like wow this is fucking sick and i've never seen this before it's like going oh well um frank downstar's right hand drive civic just sits in front of his house here's the address you can go see it yeah and if you're like oh pull it up on google and go there it is damn it's as good as i thought it was yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's dope and like yeah you're not gonna go be able to go sit in it or whatever but just you get to drive by it and see it it's like that feeling or if like you're at a car show and you go oh damn that's you know this dude's whatever car like i'm actually seeing this race car in person wow yeah you know what i mean so i get just a little bit of that and i think that i kind of want it you know so it, it it made me go damn this is cool i can if I like when I went and visited my cousin, I was like, "There's a Frank Lloyd Wright house around here. Let's go see it." And he's in architecture too, because he actually went to school for some of that too. And he's like, "Oh yeah, 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 let's go see it." So we went and we got to see it from a distance. But it's like, damn, this is my first Frank Lloyd Wright that I've like. I mean, there's some in Pasadena that I've seen, but like, it's hard to see it. This one, you like literally can go right up to it. So I was like, "Damn, dude, this is dope." You know? Yeah, it's just getting finding a new a, a new, new hobby, yeah, a, new a new passion. New uh-huh. You you. As much as you've immersed yourself into the automotive community, you know what it where those paths can take you, yeah. and who knows where it can take you. Do you feel like maybe one day you'll you'll get a little more into it? Besides it just being a, like a like a visual hobby or something that you would do to your own home, I think so. Um, but it's just like anything. So like, let's say that somebody right now that's an architect really had a passion for cars. Mm-hmm. And then like you say, say, oh, you're really into it. Like, do you think that you could, you know, do something with it? You have to find the right outlet because you can't just be like, yeah, I'm just going to start like building these, these dope cars, but you're an architect or I'm going to start building these dope, like architectural drawings. Mm, Probably not going to happen because there's a lot of people that are, have a lot more experience than you. So maybe if there was an outlet, kind of like we were talking about, like, what if I, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. had an idea for these like power modules that could like sustain a home and um, AC current and their 200 amp deals or 400 amps or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Like that would be like my way into that world. Yeah. Right? Taking something that I kind of know about already, even if I don't know AC current very well, um, I could definitely learn it. 
you know yeah as long as you have the passion man right because that's what a lot of people lack is passion about anything yeah but guys if you're listening and you have passion for something you you should kind of like build on that passion and when you have time away from work when you when you get off work instead of just sitting around screwing around maybe dedicate a little time just like you do yeah i mean you're a busy guy all the time but you still dedicate some time to to this new passion that you right. have going on and right. who knows where that that plant that seed that you're planting what's going to grow out of it very true and um that's kind of the same thing that i'm doing right now with with the skateboarding stuff and in christian's the one that actually got me back into skating because uh, naturally when you're in junior high that's like the thing that you're going to yeah. fall into it's funny you either are in band or you're a skater or you're a jock. Yeah, like right? some some kind of sport, some other sport. Oh, I don't know, know how it is now, but that's how it was. When yeah, I was but in it's just for him to to be passionate about skateboarding. When he was talking about skateboarding, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna buy him a fucking deck, man. This yeah. is gonna be sick. Yeah. So that was in January. I ended up buying him a complete, and I got one too. And we've we've been skating around, and it just clicked back into me, bro. The the passion came back like a fucking tidal wave. Yeah. And then I just think back at like why why the passion even die. And it was because of cars. When I got my first car, that pretty much killed my passion for skateboarding because skateboarding was my was my uh, means of transportation. And granted, I could use the the car to go skate out of other places. But like street racing and stuff was a lot more fun than skateboarding. You know, the car hobby of things that was more intriguing to me going to meets and you know going to racing and things like that i was like wow let me explore this same this with, part same of with it. me yeah yeah so it was really unfortunate that i just put skating on the back burner since shit i was probably like 18 17 years old is when the passion of that started to die down yeah and just same. like you say same with you i know a lot of people listening that's probably the same thing with them and then i told you that i kind of rekindled a little bit with skating yeah 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 um so there was a time when when i was in college um i was trying to struggle to remember my my, like i said my brain becomes fucking mush dude but like 25 let's just call it 25 right yeah i'm in college uh my roommates my roommate my roommate's brother's a pro skater and you know we've i've been friends with him for a long time and then he's a really good skater as well and you know he's always had a board and i was at a board and we're living in downtown san jose and like we have cars right but it's like you you don't always need them so then we started like oh well let's just like skate to like college and like i guess it was like 24 i don't remember but we jump on like the light rail in san jose and then we would skate to class and then i have my board at class and then we it was just my little transportation but then it started turning into like oh well there's like um some some spots like up first street in downtown san jose like these industrial are like not industrial but they're like um companies that that have these big facilities and then they have like good stair sets and like rail like all kinds of stuff right so then we started skating again and i mean i was never great I was like, okay, I was like mediocre. Like I could do like a 360 flip every few times. And I mm-hmm. could, I think like I did, I think I kick flipped like a four stair set and I was no like, no shit. shit. Yeah. Oh but wow. I wouldn't land very often, but I like had done it, you know? So it was, I was like good enough that I could skate, Yeah. you know? Um, so then we started up again and then I kept like hurting myself, like not badly, but just like after skating, oh, my back hurts, oh, this and that. And I'm like, well, this is why I probably shouldn't be skating this <laughs> hardcore, you know? Yeah. But we would go at night, but we, we'd go in the middle of the night. Um, and sometimes we would, like, bring a couple beers and just skate, like, in the But know, it's dope, the though, dark. right? It was, yeah, it was fun. It was actually a lot of fun. 
but that was like when i was i had rywire like kind of starting like uh, i wasn't starting up i was like we're I, that's what i was doing full-time actually mm-hmm. but yeah sometimes we would go like okay let's go skate in the middle of the night you know i was probably 24 like i don't know maybe i was i don't remember dude yeah but there i definitely came back to skating a little bit yeah and that's but, where i'm at with it right now yeah. dude christian is kicking ass bro he's he's doing tricks that like it took me so long to learn how it's just he's, that's really cool he's a very athletic kid you know so he put he's been playing soccer since he was maybe like five years old so mm-hmm. he just he has that in him and bro i'll get home and he's skating outside and he'll just be out there just practicing yeah, i think he's skating right now he's huh? skating he's yeah. skating right now in the back yeah so me thinking about it like how can i transition downstar into skating sure I'm like okay well the the name it, it would be kind of cool like like a skate brand you know but what the skateboards have hardware on it as well so my idea with it is to offer a premium hardware for skateboarding mm-hmm. now i know skaters and people listening they're like no, no one's gonna pay for that but it it's all right whatever it's it's gonna be my didn't, end. didn't didn't nikki diamonds like start that way yeah yeah, yeah. he was doing like he hard, was yeah hardware. he started out doing hardware and then it just blew up from there like the apparel and things like yeah. that we're, we're working we're, out a lot we're, more working a lot better than the hardware but i think people in the automotive community that know downstar have the same feeling that i do about skateboarding mm-hmm. and they they will understand the um the the premium side of it because that's the reason that we even do things to our car like oh i want to get new wheels or i want to get this just because this is like this is my my passion this is what right. i put into it like if wheels were wheels then you already have wheels on you already car. have wheels you know <laughs> yeah. so it would be like talking to somebody who's not really into into modding cars You're like why are you getting new wheels what's are those bent what's wrong what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with your wheels yeah like, this is exactly what my mom would say when I, <laughs> yeah you know like, so it's funny what, what what joey said about the whole like uh oh your car was in a magazine did you get paid for that yeah my mom said that exact same shit no way i, I was like oh yeah i did this car and it was like on the cover of this magazine how much do you get paid for it <laughs> like, what that's like the last thing in my mind about how much i got paid for it right? yeah like, what so i know i'm gonna get feedback or like kickback how, from how's, that how's feedback with the downstar skate oh dude people are yeah down with it for sure man and i'm super excited because they're excited about Mm. it so if i can make this this project that i'm doing if i can make it something i I mean to be honest i'm not even trying to make money off of it i just want to be able to have something in that world so something maybe even if we go to the local skates the skate park here yeah come in the m4 bring a bunch of shirts skateboards and start just handing shit out yeah so then whenever me and christian go skating maybe we'll see a kid with a downstar deck yeah a shirt or something like you did um the custom grip tape cutout that well the the custom grip tape cutout that was a customer that did it for me okay but and then that's the board yeah this is the board but me i'm i can't sell it you tell me why yeah right it's not the quality isn't quite where the the pixelated well yeah i mean the quality of the board is the deck is sick yeah the deck's good what really bothers me and i I don't want to put the company out there because i think i'm gonna give them one more chance but on their upload for for the website the file wasn't good eh it wasn't good and they didn't have a pdf upload it was just a jpeg upload yeah that's not cool 
that, that so, that'll tell you right there. Like it would need to be like an Adobe Illustrator file. Yeah. Like so Adobe I, fo- like, something like I have the file for it. So mm. I'm, I I called them up and I was like, dude, I just got my boards. I've been waiting for forty five days and they're pixelated. Well, that's the image you sent. Well, yeah. I granted, I understand that, and I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass. But if you're printing them and you see it's pixelated, like why wouldn't you at least just reach out to me if if the image isn't good? Yeah. You know. And then that kind of takes me down the road to understand what that company. <laughs> is that company is more than likely a skater who just said like hey well let me make skateboards and they're not as detailed as as i would be and maybe another one of their customers wouldn't wouldn't really care but for the for the things that i do is like i can't i can't put out our first skateboard and the pictures a little pixelated so i remember back when i was skating and this might not be like might be totally different now i'm not really not even sure but I remember like the shapes of the the nose and the tail and like the yeah yeah how yeah thick yeah, the board. yeah like the every it almost felt like every manufacturer, you know, like uh-huh. in reality the manufacturer is doing the bottom. Yes, right. They're doing their graphic. Yes, and um, it didn't feel like that everybody was buying the board from the same place. Mm-hmm. It felt like every because I would pick up an alien workshop board and I'd pick up a fucking like I don't know, all these you know different boards. And I'm like, okay, this is a good shape. I could skate this, or this size is good, or big, or fat, or tail, mm-hmm. this and that. And you know, obviously, like the nose is always a little bit bigger than the the the, the tail yeah. of the board. But like, you you know, when you look at them, they had all different drastically. And then now I feel like when I when I kind of got back into skating again, it felt like that a lot of it was just like a cookie cutter deck. They're like the same width and the same dimensions, and then they have different prints. So I feel like that a lot of the companies are just doing that now. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is and I'm not and I'm not well versed enough to like know what how it's changed and stuff. But I mean if they're all pretty much the same, you're riding a lot on the graphic. Yeah. And if the quality of the graphic is bad, then you're you know, you need it that's where it needs to shine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And rather than going with another company, maybe I'm gonna reach out to this guy. Look, man, I did this first order with you. I didn't like how it was pixelated. I have my own business too. I know how shit goes. Trust me. But this is the file. Email it separately. This is the file. This is how I want it to look good. Can we make this happen? Because I have big visions for the company. You know, just work with yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then to see how that let's, batch. Let's dial this in. And Even then if go it from takes there. Two or three. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. We'll burn a couple samples and whatever. Give those away. But like let's dial this in so the graphic is like it shines yeah and because like i said i feel like that the boards are kind of like sort of all the same i don't know i could be wrong i don't even know so it's like that graphic is like a hundred percent the product definitely and the board feels great it does i was really surprised with it's awesome it feels really good uh christian's been killing it with it i've been skating one too you know and um Granted, I, I, I'm not that well-versed to be able to tell, like, oh, this one is lighter. This one's heavier. Yeah. It just If you give me any skateboard, just give me the skateboard, the only really big problem would be is if the trucks are tight or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? If the trucks are the way that I like if, it, like I'm, I can just roll with it. Yeah, yeah you know? So um, that's the reason that I haven't really jumped into starting the brand yet. I'm just letting it, letting it marinate yeah, right now. That's good. And then you're, you're dialing in all the components. Yeah. So when we come out with it, um, the big thing that I want to do is I want to offer downstar titanium hardware mm-hmm. for, for okay. the skateboard. Okay. So for well, that, that will kind of be a first 
that yeah. that's that's gonna be the 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 flagship product okay is that we're a hardware company we're moving into skateboarding and we're offering a premium, premium hardware yeah you know is, burn- is the, do you know of any other companies that do anything in titanium i i looked at i i checked it up online but n- nobody that i would feel would be any any sort of competition like i would be stepping okay. on toes to- okay. you know it's just i mean every company sells skate hardware but their skate hardware is four bucks, five bucks, seven bucks. I want to sell ours for thirty bucks. Mm. But from an automotive side of it, so yeah. when you get the hardware, the hardware looks nice. Maybe we'll even put the logo like on, lasered like the on the heads yeah. or something like that. Might as well. Just you're spending a little more on it, and you you see it from our point of view instead of like a parent's point of view, which I think that's how, how skaters would look at it now. Like yeah. my hardware works already. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it does work, but like we come from an automotive and side. It's accessorizing. Too. Yeah. 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 So we're adding accessories to mm-hmm. it. So that, that's kind of what I want to get into. And, um, even for the apparel too, I want to move towards that way because the, the apparel that we've already been doing for downstar has already been like skate inspired yeah. as it was anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, the biggest thing of it would be I want to start a skate team and then Christian's going to be running okay. that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, in my head, I can already picture having an ad in like Thrasher or Transworld or something with Downstar Skate and just a bunch of kids with all of our apparel in the decks, just like an old shorties ad. And, you know, Christian's in the ad and things like that. That'd be like, good. That would be huge, bro. Yeah. That, that would make him feel so good, dude. And yeah. if when I was younger, when that was my passion. And somebody presented that to yeah, you. Yeah, if my like, dad yeah. was like, hey, let's just start a skateboard. I'd be like, fuck, yeah, that's going to be rad. Oh, yeah. You know, and then I have his buddies wanting to be part of the team and things like that. And, right. And it, it's just exciting, dude. It's bringing the passion. Just like you were saying with the house stuff, this is bringing a new passion to me. And it's not new off the bat. This is something like rekindling it. Yeah. So sure. it should be pretty cool, man. And and even the podcast is going to help out with that too because now I can maybe start getting some skaters on here. Yeah, that'd be good. And things like that. But um, I kind of wanted to switch topics with you a little bit. So instead of uh, talking sure. about... Uh, talking about cars and things like that i want to talk about uh scary stories scary stories. do you have any you have any for for uh everybody hasn't heard yesterday's podcast me and my cousins we did one and we went for like an hour talking about ghost stories and, really? and aliens and things like that so do you have any um paranormal stories that you've you've had before um or do you even believe in that kind of stuff I have some like I don't really have myself. Okay, yes, I do have a story. See, like my brain is literally mush, and this is how much I like. Like I don't even know what year. Okay, so I was in. I'll tell you a story. You ready? Yeah. This is a story. It's a ghost story. Have I told it to you before? Uh, no. But if you have, I'm ready to hear it again, dude. Okay. And I didn't. Yeah, I haven't. Okay, so you don't. So we're we're good. Okay, this is new to everyone. Then hopefully. All right. <clears throat> I am staying at my friend in high school. Dude, I'm so bad at like everything, remembering everything. But I hit my head one time. And I don't even remember when I hit my head. <laughs> oh, I remember when I was I was snowboarding. Uh-huh. And I like got a concussion and I cut my face open right here. And I got like a bunch of stitches under my eye. They did a really good job sewing it up. But I hit my head so hard. Like literally everything after that. I used to be a really like good like 
photographic memory kind of like i i was different dude like that shit changed me really like, it fucked my head up a little oh, bit shit. and i feel like i'm like i'm not like dumb but i like feel like i'm kind of out of it more and i my memory is like worse I, I swear it's really weird um but yeah i fucking hit my head really hard snowboarding so um this was this was way before so everything like i remember remember my basically i remember my high school days so well and then now like from like 20 to my age now 36 maybe i don't know <laughs> everything's just a fucking like a run-on sentence it's so <laughs> weird anyway um i was at jim jim moran's house jim moran i still remember he wasn't even like that close he was more of like a, a circle friend like he was a friend of all the other homies anyway so we were all staying at jim jim's house and uh, he lived kind of by my school. This was, this was in Pacific Grove. I was living in Pacific, like Monterey, Carmel, Saline, you know, like that area. Um, so we call it PG, right? Anyway, so it was near the near the high school. He lived near the high school. And um, we're having like a sleepover kind of a thing. Like, you know, we're like kind of drinking and whatever and like watching movies and who knows what. And I wake up in the middle of the night. This is like, you know, everybody's like fast asleep. I'm sleeping on a couch couple of my buddies are like on the floor and then another buddy's like uh on the couch on another couch right <clears throat> so i like wake up and i i'm hearing my name like like that it was like hard to even like make out right and i just kind of wake up and open my eyes for a second i mean i could be tripping it could be a dream but mm -hmm. i woke up and there was this little girl like wearing a this like gown like a nightgown thing and it looked like just a little little kid but she was like looked like a ghost you know like clear-ish kind oh, of like 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 a silhouette and fuzzy of this little girl and i'm just like i w i was at ease though i wasn't like oh my god you know <laughs> yeah i was just like whoa you know and i kind of like this it's like the foot of my bed so i'm like looking at the foot of my bed and then Ryan, like that and i'm like this is weird and i look and then I see, and, and she's just kind of like looking at me and it's like, it's at the foot of my bed. So it's like foot, feet away, you know? Yeah. And then I like look to see if anybody else and like, you know, there's like dudes are on the ground snoring and whatever. And like nobody is acknowledging this or nobody else hears it. Mm -hmm. And I just wake up for a bit and I'm just like, oh, so weird. And then she was like gone. Right. And I like, like kind of look away and look back and it's gone. And I'm like, wow. No shit. And then I was like, I was like, I'm tripping fucking whatever. So there's more to the story. So I'm like, okay, I'm going back to bed. Like, and I was going back to bed, like, like scared. I was kind of like maybe shivering a little bit. Like I was like tripping myself out. Like, dude, did I just see a ghost. Am I going crazy? Like what the fuck did, how much did I drink? Like, I only only had two beers or something, you know, it was like, what's going on? Like, why am I seeing this? And this is so strange. So in the morning I was like, you guys, dude, like you guys are going to think I'm fucking like crazy or something. But I like saw this like ghost. And then Jim is like, wait, you saw the, a ghost? And I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. Like, I think I saw, and then his, his, his sister was one grade below us. And then she's like, oh my God, did you see a little girl? And then it, that freaked me out. I'm like, oh my dude, God. Dude, I just got the chills. I know. And then, and then, so the mom, and then they're like, um, I don't remember the mom, whatever. She's, I don't remember anybody else's name, but it was like the, the daughter, the sister was like, mom, mom, uh, Ryan saw the ghost. And then she comes in, she's like, oh man, like I've never actually seen her. But then the, the, the sister has seen her multiple times in her room. 
And then so all this is like solidifying, right? And then the mom's like, well, the microwave always like turns on and like sets weird numbers, like interesting like pressings on the yeah and like that you can't just electricity can't just turn on a microwave put punch in some numbers and like turn it on and make it like start going you know so there was some interesting stuff going on in that house and nobody would i mean i don't know this like jim's not like sharing this information <laughs> yeah. with us you know i i, I want to say jim possibly has seen some weird stuff but anyway that's that's a ghost story and Good lord i it wouldn't have even been a ghost story until those people in that room confirmed that they saw something very 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 similar so there's no question in your mind so uh, i mean yeah there's of course there's question in my mind really coincidence i don't know like but it's pretty crazy that you know what i'm saying yeah like that's weird and that happened Dude, that's nuts, bro. So that's that's a that's a ghost story. I've never had anything like that happen to me. It's just like, I I, I guess sometimes I could feel energy, like bad energy, and yeah. as, as much as I travel, like sometimes I'll be in certain hotel rooms or, or or Airbnbs or things like that, and I just think like, man, this isn't this doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um, one of the last times was when we went to uh we went to Florida for Ibok. That was the one that you weren't able to go to this this past gotcha. few months back or whatever. Yeah. So um, I'm staying in the room upstairs and I have to leave at like four in the morning to, to catch a flight. And I'm up. Oh, like, that's that's when Ryan rents the big ass. Yeah, houses. the big yeah. house, the big mm-hmm. house. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm upstairs. Uh, I go to sleep and or I try to go to sleep. I go upstairs and it's maybe like 12. So I don't have much time to sleep. And you know how those trips are, bro. Right. You're just fucking beat up, dude. Mm-hmm. You're you're not sleeping. You're staying up late. You're in the heat all the time. So I, I I will definitely contribute a lot of this to maybe like sleep paralysis or right. something like that. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. I I just know that when I was asleep, there wasn't a really good feeling. I did not have a good feeling at all, and I felt like I I've. I've had sleep paralysis happen before, maybe once or twice before, and before that even happened, I read about it, so I kind of knew what it was and, right. and the, the actual like science. Like the feeling of somebody, like you can't get up, you're awake, you're conscious, yeah, you're like asleep, and you're like half, yeah, yeah. I've read a little bit about it too. I never had it. Yeah, it's the, the 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 science of it, kind of. I I understand that a little bit, but still, man, there was there was a point where it was just like I thought I was asleep, but then I was awake and I was having dreams while i was kind of in and out of like airplane sleep yeah kind of something like that so it it got me to the point where i woke up and it was maybe like three three o'clock in the morning i said fuck this i'm up now so i got to the airport probably like an hour and a half early dude just because i believe that man i believe about about energy and and that it's just it it can it can stay in some places and that's the crazy thing about hotels and things like that, especially older hotels. Yeah. And you don't know what's happened in there, dude. Yeah. Or like those tours of like those old jail prisons and like, yeah, bro. Of, or there's that TV show. Like, you know, there's ones where they go to like these haunted places. And, and I the, mean, that's, that's, that's hard to, like, yeah, with TV, it's, it's TV. so hard, bro, because you don't know if they're acting or not. You don't know if they're putting it on or not. They're, it's not a really, You'll be able to get a real experience unless you do it yourself. Yeah. But it's always cool to hear those kind of stories, man, especially like like that one. It's I mean, it could be coincidence, 
or it could be that there's a ghost well, yeah i there. don't know shit man like I, i'm not i haven't convinced myself that that was not a coincidence um but it's pretty crazy when somebody's there to like solidify those facts and say like oh yeah this person saw it mm-hmm. what you just described and you didn't just tell them what it was and then like another family member not going like oh you kids are crazy going oh well this shit happens and this shit happens and they're like oh yeah and then remember when and then you're just like tripped out because you're like wait a minute like i just saw that and why why did the ghost pick me to like i'm a light sleeper yeah but like how why did the ghost remember my name dude that could have yeah. been it because yeah. she was just johnny johnny you know, yeah. eat five. everybody else didn't Steve. wake up stick Steve, he's a light sleeper. Yeah, yeah. you know, kids are, bro. They just want attention, dude. She just wanted attention. I know. And you were the one to give it to her, dude. Oh, would be crazy is if you found out that address and then you Googled it and see if there was any any unfortunate things that happened there. I know. I could drive back there though, because I know exactly where the house is. Because I'm so good at like that's what I still have to this day. Um, is I have a very, very good sense of direction. Yeah. And yeah, I got lost here because I, <laughs> because I was looking at my map and my map's yeah. telling me at the end of the cul-de-sac. Anyway, but like I, I won't, I won't, I'll remember how to get back here now because mm-hmm. I, I'm very good at that. Like when yeah. we go on all these traveling and trips and stuff like that, um, I don't even need the GPS. I just go backwards the way I came and I'm very good yeah. at direction and stuff. That happens like that. all the time in Japan. I'm like, how the fuck did you remember this? Right. I know, right? <laughs> just I'm, end I'm, up I'm there. Pretty, yeah, so you could testify I'm yeah. pretty pretty good, right? So that's that's pretty cool, man. Maybe uh, if you go to the local library right there mm. and they have the old newspapers where you're yeah. shh, shh, 1964 Annie was murdered in this house dun, dun, dun. by her stepdad Ryan. <laughs> oh shit what about go uh alien stories um i have some family members so my parents lived out in chico Mm -hmm. um it recently the the property just burned down again you know when they had the big yes uh, fire in um paradise paradise yeah um yeah so my 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 dad has had a house up there forever and it's like worth nothing because it's just prone to fires and um but yeah, so he, um, what am I getting at? So back when we lived there, when I was a little kid, um, like Chico Foothills, right? Not Chino, but Chico, right? Mm-hmm. NorCal. So um, I was living up there and um, my parents swore, they, they did a lot of, you know, drugs and stuff here <laughs> and there. But um, when I was, I was, I was a little, like I was, I was basically a baby and my parents, um, they have the nearest neighbor was like a mile and a half. Anyway, you know, they had phones. <laughs> so they like, see this they see this um like light you know come down because they actually saw some like unidentified weird stuff up there because it's pitch black you know Mm -hmm. and like i said dude your neighbor's a mile and a half like it's a basically a farm you know no shit yeah i was i mean this is until i was like five years old oh so i'm living in you know the chico foothills in the mountains and the neighbor my 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 parents there was a two-story their bedroom was on the second story and you could see a good view of just all these trees and stuff and they said over what it looked like the neighbor's house there was like this glowing light and then they like um they like called over there and they're like well we don't see anything and then my dad's like it's it's clear as day that it's over your house so your dad's looking out there right now like hey bob what's going on 
Yeah, like he knows where the neighbor's like properties are, you yeah. know? Like there is a huge, crazy ass glowing light. And he's just like, the neighbor's just like, oh, I don't see anything. And then like, and then it was gone, you know? So like I have these kind of UFO stories where are like my family members and stuff where yeah. they like kind of said some stuff. And then my dad's convinced that he's seen Bigfoot. No way. <laughs> but that's, that one's even more far-fetched. I'm not even, maybe if he was here, I'd let him tell that story. But I kind of stopped paying attention because I was like, yeah, dude, whatever, bro. I don't know about that. That was one. probably one of those bears in New Jersey, the ones that just walk on their hind legs. Yeah. <laughs> who, who knows what it was? He was camping and probably doing like peyote or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you can see anything <laughs> like that, dude. Like, who knows what the what the background is to that? But um, yeah, that's I like I said, I can't tell that story. So, do you believe in aliens? Um, or other life forms? I believe that there's got to be other life forms. Like, got to. I don't know if they're necessarily as smart as we are. Mm -hmm. Um, but the likelihood that I mean, dude, like you know, we've had like crazy tripped out conversations before, but like to think that that we're the only thing out here, you know, like we could our entire solar system and everything that we know could be like a tip of bacteria on the straw of my drink and then like the second and then time is all relative and if i go and pinch it now everything dies and everything's gone mm -hmm. do you know what i'm saying like yeah how do we know that we're not so microscopic that we're you know what i mean that uh, above this this tip of this bacteria that's growing on this straw could be it, it could be infinite you know yeah um to so to say like to bottle yourself into saying that we're the only light forms and we're um the only you know thing that's smart enough to be able to understand this even is pretty crazy so i'd say that yes there's got to be um more to it yeah there's a lot of people that would take the definite opposite stance or when you would ever even bring up aliens they would just like huh, what do you mean aliens i'm not a child mm. you know I, I i always wonder why people think like that and the the conclusion i always come to is that they're just close-minded mm -hmm. about things and they really just don't realize the the, the space and universe and you know, stars and planets and things like that yeah i know and i mean there are uh i just i guess i don't look into it too much or let it concern me too much but um didn't they f like find some form of like water traces in and in, in mars i'm pretty sure dude so like if there was water in mars at one point in mars life you know as a planet then i could see that there potentially could be maybe it had a um Maybe it had a, uh, you know, a, a, maybe it had air and, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not like really into all that. I'm not very proficient in it, but I mean, if they found traces of water on Mars, then the likelihood that there was even as close as Mars is to us, potentially some form of life, then just imagine light years past and, you know, not even in our solar system, but in all these other solar systems i mean there's got to be something yeah i think the thought of it is, is very intimidating yeah to a it's lot like, of people it's kind of almost scary to think about yeah that we're here or we don't even know the reason why this could very well just be a simulation have you yeah. ever thought of that oh, yeah, before? Yeah, yeah and then there's movies where they kind of venture down that path sometimes but yeah it could be a simulation or it could just be so fast it's a 
it's a it's it's a, a millisecond um in in the grand scheme of whatever it is and we're only living like you know mm-hmm. so what do you think about all this stuff that's going on with uh with flat earth oh that's i think that's stupid yeah why do you think that people just gravitate towards towards that kind of stuff i don't know well what do you think about it um i mean i see their point of view mm-hmm. which is we we don't know what could be going on and you know nasa's they oh like, they're in charge uh, of like everything it they're could... they're in charge of what we see and yeah. what, what like can i mean i totally get that with like the government and stuff that they're like in charge of of what content and also the whole thing about the the what's it called effect mandela <laughs> mandela effect right yeah. <clears throat> with like people somehow forget and things change and all this and influencing something and because one person said one thing and then it just tweaks everybody's whole mindset and things like that but um i i genuinely think that the that the earth is a sphere yeah <laughs> and um i genuinely think that and i can't really like even fathom how it could be flat there the, yeah there hasn't been any any convincing arguments to to make it make any sense you know but that mandela effect that's a different story dude have you looked into that i've i've seen i've looked into that a bit too yeah the first time i heard about the mandela effect was obviously about the the book with the bears right that everybody would know that i knew called it the berenstein bears yeah right and i remember reading those books when i was a kid um, I'm pretty sure they even had like Happy Meal toys or something from right. McDonald's. Right. You know, it was it was a staple in in any any kid's childhood yeah. from like the the mid late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, when I heard that like correction, if you will, I was like, "What?" I said, no. "What do you mean? No, that's not what it's called. Yeah, exactly. That's like Wu Tang being Wang Tang. Right? What do you mean? It's it's Wang Tang. I'm like, no. Like, no. Man. So guys, listening, um, if you remember those books, uh, I remember it as the Berenstein Bears. But in this universe, it's the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. Or, yeah, Bernstein. I, I honestly don't remember what the actual... It was. It was Bernstein. I just remember what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bernstein. And even the um, the people who wrote the books, that's their last name is fucking John and Susie Bernstein. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, so I'm about to open this uh, Reese's Peanut Butter O. Henry... Um, what does that say right there? I don't know. It could be French or something. Yeah, this is cool. um, but there's I, two in here. Yeah, my, and I want to invite you to let's um, do it. Eat one of your own. Let's candy rock bars. it up. Because I, I definitely have a sweet tooth. Oh, it's not. It was just broken. But look at that. Rock and roll, broken in. Go ahead, bro. Let's get down. I want to give my guy um the the shout out. My boy Andrew. Um, he sent us. He sent us uh, a big box care package of mm-hmm. like rare snacks and sodas and stuff that's like uh that's like a, a popping thing right now yeah his is uh 705 woods and goods and andrew's actually the first one ever to get a downstar tattoo he's the one from canada oh i i i, I told that guy not to give me a, <laughs> uh because he was like he's like dude i want to put a right wire tattoo. i'm like <laughs> don't 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 disfigure yourself for me bro that's that's dumb like yeah with all with all kindness in my heart please don't do that you know so he sent me this care pack <laughs> so shout out I, to him man. yeah like this was he he got that tattoo like years ago it was ago. like 2010 right exactly because that was when i I think I might have talked to him on like Facebook or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was like 
MySpace, right? No, no, no. It was Facebook, it was but like it Facebook. was it was maybe late 2010. Yeah, and so, I remember he got your he got the Downstar one. Yeah, and then he like hit me up and was like, "Yeah, he's from Canada." That's yeah, how from I remember. Canada. Yeah. So this is the guy with the hook yeah. for the candy, huh? Yeah, and he's been doing good, man. Mm. He's been slinging all this um, oh. candies and stuff. These are really good, huh? This is like a collabo. It's O. Henry with Reese's. Mm-hmm. Really good. Pretty fucking good. So um, when I heard that about the Mandela effect, I said, dude, what is this? Mm-hmm. And I looked everything up. Mm. Everything is Bernstein. Bernstein, Bernstein, Bernstein. Trip. But I don't remember that. Very, very few people. Guys, if you're listening to this right now, how do you remember? Do you remember Berenstein Bears or Berenstein Bears? Very few people would say Berenstein Bears. Yeah. So kind of what the Mandela effect is, is they're saying that somewhere in time that the universes, parallel universes, mm-hmm. um, cross paths. Right. And we ended up on a different universe. Right. And kind of take that from it or you kind of it crosses and then that's when you end up and whatever i don't know what. whatever it could be whatever mm-hmm. the outcome could be you know when we say parallel universes people automatically think like oh blue is red and red is blue but it could be very well just a, a minor minor right. change right such well, as a name of a book or something i mean on that subject what's to say that me seeing red and what i what i perceive as red if i was looking through your eyeballs i might see that as blue yeah i don't know yeah because like there's no way to have one brain um control another brain to and then be able to look through the same eyeballs you know what i'm saying you know what i always think too is coming to something as as universal as food Right. right. There's so many foods that you like. Tastes. Taste. And I was like, dude, why do you like that? But who knows if I'm tasting the same thing right. that you're tasting. It it it's so easy to just put it off like, oh, your your palate isn't isn't as as refined, refined as, as mine as is. Yeah, that's you know? The- but it even um like I've been seeing those commercials about I think it's twenty three and me or something like that, where mm. say it could even affect uh where you're from or your dna can affect how you taste things and um like cilantro right so i would always remember raul says that he hates cilantro yeah i'm like dude how you're fucking mexican how do you hate it but then they said that some people how they tasted it tastes different than other people taste it like one of my buddies from canada chris is like hates cilantro anything with cilantro um Yasu. Mm-hmm. Yasu. Oh, really? He won't eat cilantro. And there's a lot of, like, Japanese food has a lot of cilantro. And mm-hmm. like he won't eat it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people who don't like cilantro. And, yeah. like, for me, yeah, dude, the, you know what I don't like? The only thing that I don't like, and mm-hmm. I, I've actually said this publicly before, is um, anything that tastes like uh, black licorice. Yeah. I don't know how anybody that, could really like that. Right. Shit. But what, I mean, it's a candy. Like, yeah. I mean, well, the synthetic black licorice, I can actually, like, eat. I don't like it, but I can eat it. The like real, like the high quality black licorice, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, if it tastes like sugar, it's like masked, right? Yeah. But like the higher quality, like black licorice and like things that are in that, like, you know, in that kind of um, flavor, I guess you could say, it's nasty to me. But that's probably what they're tasting with um, cilantro. Yeah. Or right? whatever it could yeah, be. Yeah. I when... mean, not exactly that, but like whatever 
that feeling that you get when you don't like that i just feel bad for people that like don't like anything you know yeah like like these dudes that like all they can eat is like meat and like like dude you you can't eat like they won't touch vegetables like i love vegetables yeah me too vegetables every day yeah and if i didn't have vegetables like i um am in in love with fruit i eat fruit every day really it's so good. But then there's people that, like don't like certain fruits, don't like certain vegetables. It's like how? I even think about things as far as Brussels sprouts, you know, how that has such a um a stigma of just being disgusting. Dude, I love Fucking they're so Brussels good, sprouts. bro. Ash makes them all the time. They're so yeah. good. I get excited when my girl makes um Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I almost said black licorice. <laughs> don't, don't make black don't, licorice. Please, babe, don't make it. I'll but, pass on uh, that. I I think that um people really don't understand that just because somebody just because something is a certain way to you doesn't mean it is a certain way to somebody else and that that kind of even goes towards like feelings Mm -hmm. as well yeah things that would make us feel good what if they don't feel good to somebody else Mm. yeah yeah it's just i i think with all that stuff it's really good to just keep an open mind and shutting something out before you even give it a chance that that only hurts you right in the long run Mm -hmm. and it's it's cool i don't i don't know about conspiracy theories if they're real or not but it's cool just to think about and this Mm -hmm. mandela effect thing that's cool just to think about yeah because even where the name came from mandela effect legit i thought he died in jail Mm. i thought he died in jail and years back yeah uh and that's kind of that's kind of where uh that's where the term that's came where the from term came from because that was the one of the biggest big things. things yeah but to me the biggest thing was the Bernstein bears yeah and I was because like, that because that really like brings back like your childhood memory thing and like something that you interacted with yeah like, you didn't know like Nelson Mandela or whatever like mm-hmm. enough to like know him yeah yeah but yeah. like you held the Bernstein Bernstein whatever yeah Stein's bears book and that's what you read and that's what people called it and let me have your book let me have you know yeah like, you, you have a relation to that like 100 percent. yeah and how how common would it be for everybody just to have read that name wrong right and then it being like i could have swore there was commercials and stuff like but then you go back on it and it's like the other way so it's like how come everybody was saying it wrong you know everybody was yeah. but yeah you look at old commercials you look at the old books old videos and things like that it was it's always crazy. Bernstein in mm. this universe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I just love thinking about things like that, dude. Yeah. Like time travel and stuff. Do you think? Do you believe in time travel? Um, I don't know. Not enough to really like think about it too much. But um, anything is possible. Yeah, I've but that'd be crazy. I mean, there's probably so much that we don't know or that we don't even that we haven't discovered yet. I mean, let's just think about. How how crazy is it to think that you would have a, a a platform that you could be able to reach potentially the entire world of clients in a single swipe? Yeah, that was impossible to even like rec, rec like recollect in the in the in the sixties. Are you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so so now like in in a hundred year hundred years is like leaps and bounds different than what it you know. So maybe in a hundred years they're like can't believe how that time travel was in the tip of our our fingertips the whole time you know what i mean yeah and 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 we just didn't find it yet yeah i definitely think about that it could be right there in front of us well you just think back 10 years 15 years when we were in high school yeah dude if we were to see the life that we live Mm -hmm. nowadays and what the the abilities that we have and the technology 
15 years ago, bro, we would be mind blown. We would think something super significant happened yeah. that changed the world. Like right. one event that happened. But then the crazy thing is 20 years ago, or let's call it 30 years ago, if somebody told me that cars would still not be hovering and you would there would be no hover skateboards, I'd be like, yeah, right. They're going to have hover skateboards in 30 years. Yeah. And we don't like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so there's different, you know, pick your poisons. What's more important, I guess. But like, yeah, apparently like floating cars and, you know, that's, I mean, we, we, we have the technology, I think almost to do that with all these drones and stuff, but like, I'm surprised that we haven't gotten that far yet in that path. But yeah. then other things have exceeded more than you can even imagine. I think to be honest, the point that we are at right now, I would be chill here for the next five to 10 years. Yeah. If this was the amount of technology that we had, if this was everything that we had available to us, mm. uh, I mean, granted, I'm not using technology to our fullest potential. So I, for the next 10 years i would still have there's room, room to grow. grow yeah yeah but if things really didn't change much i, I would be chill with it right it seems still grow into what we have yeah but i mean like also it takes somebody like a leader to really like push this technology forward like um you know the whole like uh tesla and all this you know like making all these rocket ships yeah if he if literally if 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 he wasn't didn't have a crazy hair up his ass to just do that stuff. Elon Musk. Yes. He would not, like, if it wasn't for him, it would probably not even be on our radar to even like, okay, we let's wait another 20, 30 years before we go and like invest money in this. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, he's doing it now because it's something that's very important to him. So you have to have these pioneers to set it in a direction because if his whole thing was, he wants to have floating cars and everybody needs to be floating, then maybe that, then there would be, um bigger pushes towards that yeah but he wants underground transportation and he wants rocket ships to go to mars well then that's the direction he's going because he's the one with the money and he's funding it so um technology is going to lead us in the directions of those pioneers and the people that have the money to invest into that because if if nasa's space program was as big as it was in the 60s maybe we'd be traveling or maybe we'd find time travel by now yeah because maybe that's it maybe we're at the tip of that I mean, I'm just, and this is all just an, like an analogy and what I'm just thinking. No, it's good to think about ideas like that. You know, like you need those pioneers and people that are willing to invest their, their, their life in discoveries like that. It's crazy to think about it, that it comes down to one human. But if you, right. if you think back in the day, at Henry Ford, yeah, if he didn't think about cars. I was thinking cars, that and I was thinking about like, yeah, all the none, none of us mm -hmm. would be here. But right. at that time, he didn't think I'm going to, well, maybe he did, but he couldn't have had the capacity to think about what his, his, uh, his passion would turn into. Yeah, exactly. Just that we just take it for granted now you know 100, yeah. 100 years or 150 years or whatever that's gone by um but yeah i mean we we can maybe we take time travel for granted in 200 years from now i don't know yeah i always think about time travel as that it it can't work in order to benefit you yeah because i think about it like this okay so say that there was uh, a, i already know where you're going with it yeah <laughs> say, say that there was a machine and yeah. i i can go back mm. to the year 2000 new year's eve year 2000 i go back there with all of the knowledge that i have right now boom i'm oh shit i made it it worked 
my little sister sitting next to me. I look in the mirror. I'm I'm a little kid or yeah. whatever, right? From that point on, the entire history of my life and everybody's life everybody's has changed. Life. Everything everybody's has changed. Yeah. Everything has changed. Mm. So I'm I'm literally causing not being able to meet my wife at the exact time that we needed each yeah. other to build that relationship. Right. I'm causing children not to be born. Yep. My nephews, things like that. I'm changing everything. Maybe I'm changing the relationship with my parents because I get back there and I'm just like, hey, dad, we need to do this. And he's like, what's he's, wrong with you? And then he's over here like fucking winning lottery, pulling lottery numbers and making a fortune. And he's going down that path and he's changing all those people because he exactly he pulled the numbers that you told him to pull. And like, hey, put 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 a million dollar bet that there's not going to be any uh, Y2K bugs. Yeah, because I know there's not going to be any Y2K bugs. You know what I yeah. mean? and then go and fucking put that on black or you know what i'm saying like um and then he goes and does that and then so he influences everybody down that path and then everybody that you influence down that path and then all the decisions so yeah the world would be completely different and i think that the the way that we can do time travel right now or or see the future is to make changes now Mm -hmm. that will affect us yeah. in the future start yeah. thinking yeah. like you would think in 10 years you right. know kind of foresee where you would want to see yourself in that time how you would want to move and act like you're going towards that direction yeah like you already have that knowledge of what's coming along so if we were to do that where would you see rye wire and ryan in in the next five to ten years um where would you like to see it well so like uh i'm like dabbling with some like uh distribution stuff right now and that's like a direction that i that you know i I thought about this for a while like okay so um adding employees is good but um that doesn't make you a bigger company right um reaching more masses can potentially make you a bigger company um, having um, ideas that change things can make you naturally a bigger company. Um, I don't know that I want a bigger company, but I want the ability to be able to grow if I so desire, right? <clears throat> so I would say that first and foremost, it's starting with baby steps, right? Like um, I <clears throat> um, am in kind of venturing into this distribution kind of a thing that I think that may be a big, big deal. Also, I trying my hardest to not let um sorry some customers out there but like these some of these like custom jobs that i i'm gonna do one time let's say mm-hmm. it's like i got this one car it's really sick and try to help me out with it and you know not necessarily even if it's a sponsor but like deal like i'm saying the one job is one job if i can use that same time and lately it's been happening. This is great. But if I invest that same time into that one part, that one part, maybe I can manufacture a hundred or 20 or a thousand of those. Now I spent time developing one part that I can copy, you know, just make the same thing and then distribute to an, a huge circulation of people that's using that time wisely yeah if i have one guy that has one car and he has one application he's running this proprietary computer and i'm going to build that shit one time it could be worth it in the now 
But in 10 years from now, where's that one build going to get me, right? Um, I have some clients that I'm working with where it's maybe a big job, but they're talking, well, it's going to go on 10 cars and 100 cars and 1,000 cars. And I'm spending a lot of time developing these units or this one unit as this master and we're testing them on cars. We're making sure everything is good and it's going to different cars and, and they're, and they're like this master jig, but then that's going to be made like 50 times. So I've spent twice the amount of time in this one unit, but I can make 50 of them and I can sell that 50 times Yeah. instead of like, Hey, make me this one custom thing. So I feel like that that's the future um, for me and use my, what I know to make a perfect thing. And then we can have my guys make a lot more of that thing. And there's easy ways to test it and it's going to be the same, but using my brain to make one master perfect and then making large runs of that is, is a direction that I could see focusing in on. And that could be something down the line. So distribution, getting the distribution proper, getting me away from doing of like the onesie twosies, or maybe I can hand that off to somebody within the company that could be um, proficient in, in doing those. So have another branch that deals with like one-off bespoke harnesses or something like that, right? And then another branch that does your manufacturing. If a company reaches out and said, I need this, but I need like 50 of them, you know, and I've been dabbling lately and it's great. It's actually really, really cool. Um, I've I've worked with people where they're like, oh, I just need like 15 of these. And I'm like, cool, here you go. And then somebody else, I need 500 of these. And it could be small, it could be big, but I mean, and then sometimes the prices are great. They're like, oh my God, how did you do it for so cheap? And I'm like, oh, I got it done. It was big volume and I got my ways of doing it. And we everybody wins. Yeah. Because I made great money off of that and my time was used in a very good manner and then they got their stuff quick, a bunch of stuff and it'll just go right into their other application. They're not selling like that just as a harness. Maybe they're selling like a turbo kit and then they need like an extension thing made or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But it's complementing their product and it's making them have the ability to be able to sell that. Maybe I'm sourcing something. So... Ten, five, one, ten, five years from now, I could just see it being and everything kind of done in like larger scale. And then hopefully I can have more um, money backing to invest into different applications and have the applications grow. And if, if I had all these different applications for all these different engines or, or, or houses or I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you can then... Um, um, sit back a little bit and then I can just focus on like drawing and making things and having it made in batches and getting them to the customers in big bulk. Yeah. Seems like you're coming more, um, more aware of the value of time. Yeah. And I can see a lot of people that will reach out to you for these, these one, one, two jobs to do because it'll benefit them and yeah, maybe you'll get some exposure from that car or whatever. Or I'll get paid like for my time. Yeah, yeah. But know? if you spend that same amount of time focusing on the bigger picture, yeah, that, that's definitely going to pay off. That's awesome, man. That's, like knowing, that's a really good idea. Knowing when and where and how and why to delegate things yeah. to like other people in my like staff circle, you know, like another, like my other guys, yeah. you know, like, no. hey, you can do this. Let me not 
deal with that and let me focus let me like devote focus to the the bigger picture yeah definitely and only you can see that yeah bigger picture and then you know, you know you get i'm sure you get it too you get tunnel vision you start heading down this path and then this path you kind of know it's off track but then you're just like well it's paying the bills or i need to finish this job or it's just one more it's like that drug dealer that's you know <laughs> yeah, just, more, just give me on. one more man like <laughs> just give me one more harness it's yeah like, oh, fuck <laughs> This is not what I want to be doing. I have to. The SEMA. Yeah, yeah. Do one more sponsorship build. One more big thing. Your product branding is going to be here or there. I'll put a sticker. (laughs) I'll put a big sticker on it. So, I mean, like, and these are the stuff that what I'm talking about, like, I don't even have my name on. Yeah. Like, these these are little things and big things and big bulks of things that I'm doing for maybe private label kind of stuff for companies or whatever. It doesn't say rye wire on it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll have another brand or maybe it'll just be blank because the wiring's not the part that matters to like a turbo kit. You're looking at the turbo. You're looking at the manifold. You're looking at the pipes. Who cares about like some extension harness for something? Yeah. You know, that's like not what's important. But if you need 50 of them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then with potential of selling 500 a year, okay, let's talk. Yeah. You know? um, so there's... I'm actually I'm doing a booth at PRI this year. Oh yeah, do yeah. I want to go with you this year, bro? Yeah, please, please. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be really dope if you could. Um, only reason I say that is because I'm probably gonna be like alone doing it. Nah, dude, I, I, I'm I, I'm pretty sure there's not gonna be any conflicts. Sweet. I'll make it happen. Yeah, that'd be really really cool. So um um if you yeah if you can that'd be rad. But it would be um <clears throat> hopefully we're gonna it's gonna be next to CSF. Oh, okay, so, sweet. Oh, that's it all okay? good. Oh, yeah. yeah, cameras off. YouTube, Camera's YouTube. No more. Okay, okay. SoundCloud only. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> so um, you're gonna be next to CSF. I, I'm planning and hoping to be next to CSF. They we kind of spoke with with the representative from nice. PRI and they said that it's probably gonna be able to be to happen. Um, so they have a pretty cool spot. It's not. It's like it's like on the outer cusp of the whole thing. Like not like in the build. It's kind of weird, but I like it. I like the location. And then I think they can put me right. Just a little ten cool. by ten. Cool. Hell yeah. My focus is gonna be kind of showing some of the PDM stuff and having the, you know, that interactive thing that I built where you kind of like, yeah, the iBock meet. Yeah. So I'm going to do a couple of different, those, those kind of displays, um, that'll be sort of like interactive and I can explain off of that. And they're good for like, um, gateway conversation. And then, um, the next thing that I was thinking is, is the raw material stuff with manufacturing kind of maybe I can make stuff for people. Um, and then having like all the plugs and stuff kind of there to show that there's a, like a lot of stuff that we could potentially do and then have like a few different styles of harnesses. And yeah. the focus of it would be to, um, not be like, Oh, well, what kind of Honda do you like? It's not the onesie twosies. And the thing that I'm scared of is that there's a lot of people go there to get sponsored. Yeah. So I'm not going to be really like entertaining that too much. And a lot of people are probably going to be let down because they're going to be, oh, I'm going to go talk to Rywire so I can get sponsored for my race program. And I guess I'm not as interested in that. Yeah. Um, I want to work with other companies that may need to fill a void for their not being able to do something with their product. Just like I was saying, turbo fabrication, da 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 da. You need an extension thing made. If it's small, yeah, it's big. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Need a, maybe you have an engine program and you're a race team. Like, I mean, I've worked with race teams overseas where they're like, 
we need like five, but then we're going to, we have 40 cars that need looms. And then, so we're just going to have these guys, um, call you and say that they're with this program and that's, that'll be their pricing level will be like, cause there's 40 guys that need thousand dollar harnesses. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I go, okay, cool. Uh, when you call, you say that you're with this program and then your harness is 900 bucks and then we'll get them. We'll always have them ready to go. Cause there's x amount of guys that are going to need them throughout this race program so then they maybe go oh do you have this kind of a we use these engines or can you build us one loom and it'll be for 50 engines that we're building and every engine is going to need a loom and then there's it'll open the door so that that's what i'm going for that's the reason why i want to go to pri i'm i'm definitely down for it bro i'm excited because i've never been before and i I hear that's pretty cool and every time that I've gone, it's been super worthwhile. Nice. Whether it be like, you know, kind of like, I don't go there to get sponsored. I've never like gotten anything from any company. Um, mostly because I'm kind of don't feel like I'm deserving and I don't really ask. Um, I have talked to people and then bought stuff and maybe they've given me a little discount, but it's not the same. Um, but I, but I've like, my i've never I, there's companies that i don't know about like, that sell maybe like a sensor or a whatever the case may be maybe like a raw material or something yeah, that complements yeah, yeah. my product and i'm like oh shit they have it in this range or okay well i'm gonna get i'm gonna open an account and then i'm gonna buy 10 and i'm gonna sell them and they're gonna complement my stuff yeah so it's always been good i've even gotten like some i was like a distributor for a product that was like overseas and i got that contract just by chopping it up and 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 i was interested in the product and they let me be like a usa you know mm-hmm. kind of a deal and i got that from pri so nice yeah it's been every year it's been super worthwhile for me so that's why i'm like fuck it i'm gonna do a booth for sure hell yeah dude now that's uh as far as rye what about you personally where do you see yourself uh going towards in the future um where would you like your growth to be I mean, I think everybody would dream of being like financially stable and, you know, so, um, I, I listen to a lot of people talk, people, successful people and, um, you know, building cars is a direction that I want to head and, and into also, you know, using my the money that I make for the business and putting it back into the business, but also maybe like think about some real estate investments. Um, I also see a big thing with EV mm-hmm. electric vehicle stuff and maybe like hybrid style sit like performance hybrid style systems. And I'm really, really intrigued and I have some like really crazy cool ideas um, that I've actually been talking to a couple people about. Um, and they're in the EV world and, uh, I'll tell you after. <laughs> yeah. You told me already. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that, but I have some, I have another little idea oh, thing sweet. that I was talking to, uh, Brian Gillespie about nice. recently. And I'm just like, this would be fucking sick. Shout out to Brian, man. Yeah. I'm trying to get him on here too, oh, yeah. bro. I think that well, would be awesome. Uh, I talked to him yesterday and he's like, next time I'm in your area, I'm going to, I'm going to come stop by your shop. So maybe when he's in the area, maybe you can get him to drive, yeah, he drive told a little me, bit further. Yeah, he told me next time he comes to California, he's going to hit me up. So that will be cool, yeah. dude. And I also saw uh, uh, Jeremy. Jeremy was like, 
said he was going to, he's like, oh, I got to hit you up. I'm going to stop by Frank's first or something. So yeah. he's going to come on too, I think. Huh? I yeah. I have spoiled that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can cut that part it's out. It's all good, bro. I'm excited, man. I, wa- I want to bring uh, a lot of good content to everybody. Yeah. And I think the, the biggest reason why I don't do it like before, like the Huffy Talk or whatever, announcing the guest is because... I don't want to get people hyped up until they're here, till the interview's done, and we're ready to rock. No, that, that's the way you should do it. Um, like that's even why I'm reluctant to talk about things yeah. that I haven't like actually really um, aren't finalized yet. You know, like uh, we're wrapping up a new um, K series harness, like an Infinity specific harness. Oh, nice. Um, and that I, I was really reluctant to even talk about it because until it's like in my hands and these all these parts are done and it's tested hundred percent. I don't really want to talk about it but yeah that's like that's like literally just days away from being you know a new product nice um but yeah you know so i feel the same way it's like until it's done and it's like ready to go like don't really say anything yeah you know try not to dope man so before we get out of here um everybody listening where can they find you at um well let's see so the new youtube channel um i i don't know a better way to do it but just search search rywire r-y-w-i-r-e yeah um like what do you tell people when when you're like oh hit up the youtube channel or whatever uh, i mean how yeah, do people find if There's, you do youtube.com slash downstar inc it'll pop up okay i think i think that if you do youtube.com slash rywire i'm pretty damn sure that's how i have it set up but either way it'll pop it, it'll up. pop up <clears throat> so uh that and then my ig um right what is it rywire underscore motorsport underscore electronics <laughs> so long i know it's stupid i don't know you know why it's because somebody's got rywire yeah so that would be like, so perfect just i was to like have uh, uh, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do this then i guess <laughs> it's better than my personal one that i was using like just ryan underscore rywire or whatever yeah like at least it's a little bit more like the business account yeah um but yeah i don't really use youtube i'm mean, sorry you know i don't really use uh facebook facebook so don't please don't reach out to me on that because i just like barely even look at it um yeah that's uh that's pretty much the two places to find sweet me. dude I, and then my email is ryan at rywire.com and then rywire.com is the business address so best way to get at me is email because like i said i do them in the mornings so dope man um like I said, bro, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming. Thanks I love for these, me. of course, man. I love these conversations. It's always good to have a guest on again. Yeah. Just because you can get all that technical stuff out in the first. Right. Like, so, where are you from and things like that. Yeah, like, and then you get start? to dig a little more into who who the guest is as a person. Yeah, we could talk about aliens. Yeah, aliens. Of like how I started <laughs> the business or whatever, right? Yeah, dude. And it's good to have friends on, too, because yeah. you, you, have, you have a lot of uh, things that you could share that a lot of people don't get to man yeah, and, and sure. uh, i i really appreciate the friendship that we've grown over the last few years same here it's dope man so uh thank you once again ryan i appreciate it thank you all for listening um i'm really big about time and i appreciate all your guys' time if you made it here it's probably like two and a half hours right now mm-hmm. yeah cooking, on the way man. back might kind of <laughs> you got the same day. commute too yeah yeah but uh thank you guys for listening to episode 76 we out peace <laughs>